Ladies and gentlemen, prepare for a spooky Halloween! For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Loud noises! Hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yay! Yes, yeah. you are. Oh my god, we're here. We are. It's it's a Wayne and Fulia week. Yes. Yay. Official, I guess I should say, co-hosts now. Yeah, yeah we've been we dropped the guest part. You've been yeah. you've been upgraded. I don't know how this one made it through. I mean Fulia great. <laughs> you know, you know, you're my you're my monthly sister, you yes. know, we, we represent, but you know, trolls, I don't know how they get in. I forged um, some documents. Yeah, I did, did this. you? Okay, that's yeah. how Yes, yes. <laughs> it was all under the table. There was no, nothing legitimate about me being here. What have you been doing to us, Philip? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's Phil- okay. Philip's like, I have to put up with him once a month with Fred Watch. Kendall, you have him every other week. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like this whole, you know, shared custody thing. I think so. Yeah. It seems to be. Yeah. yeah. I wonder who got the better end of the stick. Clearly, Philip. <laughs> I'm not denying it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, okay, Fulia. Yes. How have you been the last couple of weeks? I've been, uh, been all right. Been somewhat busy playing hockey and scoring hockey games and hockey, hockey, hockey. Lots of hockey. That's great. Um, and you had a hockey game last night, was it? Last yeah. night? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did that one go? Uh, <laughs> 12 nil. Sorry to the team we versed. Yay! <laughs> she won. That was that was a that, that was yeah. a victorious. Thing, I think I think two, I think two of our players got um, official hat tricks during oh, that game. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Uh, one unofficial hat trick because one of the refs washed off one of the goals. So, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I was gonna. Ask it you. means that um, it just it didn't um, go into the goal. Like, and the official rule is the puck must pass. The, the goal line completely for it to be a goal. Oh, like okay. It sat on the actual line of yes. the goal. And then is that the referee? And they stopped it. And is that the referee's discretion, whether it's accepted or not? Well, the general rule the general rule is it has to pass completely. Okay. But if it's touching the line, it's not it's not a goal. But the and, ref and only yeah, so and oh, the ref okay. the ref whistled it down because the goalie stopped it right on the line and Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was a, it was a little, you know, he, you know, a lot of um, a lot of talk about that. Uh, but you know, we yeah. we say that he got the unofficial hat trick. So, <laughs> well, and it clearly impacted whether you won or lost. Well, <laughs> yeah, didn't need it. Just wanted bragging our, rights. Our, our goalie got mm-hmm. through his first um shutout. So, oh. <laughs> what's a shutout? <laughs> All the hockey terms are coming. Yeah. Out, yeah. A shutout for a goalie means he hadn't um no he hasn't been scored on. So no, go- no goals have been passed. Oh, okay. Oh. He can get shots on, but if there's no goals being scored against him, yep. um, that's a shutout. If okay. It's, if it's like that nil, makes sense. something nil. Something so nil is a shutout. So he like blocks the puck every time? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good so, for you, goalie. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Very good. Kendall, I'm having flashbacks to when we pretended like we knew what we were doing when we went to see Fulia <laughs> at her grand final. Yeah! And we were 
shouting stuff and really into it. Like we had an idea what was going on. And then I was just like, I want to watch Mighty Ducks now. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I went home and watched um, The Simpsons Lisa on Ice after hey, that, that night afterwards. Really? I really did. So I was like, I'm loving this hockey thing. I'm so into it. Just cheering on Fulia. I had someone on the other team that I hated. <laughs> He was so hot and so good, but hated. Yeah. <laughs> so I had my hero, I had my villain, my oh team my one. God. Watching The Simpsons. It was, it was a great night. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah awesome. so had that. And then uh, that was our second game for the season. Our first game was last weekend, uh, which was also a, a win, but it was a very close win. It was 2-1. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that was a very close win for us. And as our coach said, we're not always going to get the big marginal wins like we did last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, every team's going to be different. Mm. Um, they have their own skilled players. So, yeah. you know, things things could go either way for us. So, Well, as a spectator, I always love the close games yeah. better. As a player, how do you feel? Which way do you go? Look, to be honest, um, for me, a win is a win. It doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really bother me how by how much, but... When it's a close game for us, our adrenaline is through the roof. Yeah. yeah. And in that instance, when we we know we've won by one goal, it's the best feeling. Yeah, it's it a bit. It's, it's like a sweeter victory, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sound, it sounds like it because you know, you know, you just mostly feel bad about thrashing this other team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, kudos to them. They did really well. Um, just in general. Yeah. In, you know, regardless, throughout um, they turned over the puck a lot. Mm. Um, wow. You know. They had they had their opportunities to get shots on, even though it wasn't as much. Um, but they still did just as well, you know, for a first time because they're a first time team team together as well, just yeah. like just like our team. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're all newbies like us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, but apart from that, um, started editing Collectible Chaos. Hey, <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode, I can tell. <laughs> I'm really excited. I am so looking forward to this <laughs> this month's Collectible Chaos. Yay. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, hopefully, mm. out next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, this this coming week. Yeah, this coming this, week. This coming week. So are you all doing it on the Tuesday? You're gonna push it back one day so it's released. Halloween. Ooh. What are you deciding? No, I think we've decided we're going to do it the Tuesday night. I think so keep it Tuesday, but yeah. night time. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Halloween Eve. Halloween yes. Eve. Halloween yeah. Eve. Yeah. Cool. And then our monthly podcast will be out on, on Halloween. Halloween. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Have you recorded that one yet? Not yet. No. No. Okay, no. Great. We will be. Oh, that's good. So a few more, uh, few more days for responses. Yes. 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 Tell us your phobias. Yes. That's that's about it for yeah. me. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. It's been a quiet week, really. That's mm. all right. Yeah, hockey is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You had a lot more fun than I did, Fulia. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get up this to this week? So I was like in a world of academic pain. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this week. Um. So I haven't been on this podcast for a while because I'm um still at university, studying, doing teaching rounds and placement. So I've been on that. So I had to be responsible and behave. Mm. Um. In other words. Placement is exhausting. I come home. I have dinner. I sleep. <laughs> I wake up. Placement. Home. Dinner. Sleep. And repeat for two weeks. <laughs> so that's been that's been me. But I had this really huge assessment to do, and I was working on it for five days, and it was painful. <laughs> it really was so much so that I actually caught up with Fulia, with Philip, and his partner Kirsten on Friday. Yeah, and. Mm. I was close to cancelling this catch-up dinner because I'm like, I need to get this assessment done. It was due at midnight. Oh, wow. We were, you know, catching up at 7. I'd have to leave home around 5, 
And I was like, no, stuff it. I'm get, going out of the house because I really pretty much had not left the house for, for the four previous days. Mm. I was behind my computer the whole time. So I took my computer with me and was doing this assignment on the train and finishing it off. And lo and behold, I finished this assignment on the train. I was celebrating. Fulia was coming in by train and Fulia's like, I'm almost there. I'm like, I'm almost there. I finished the assignment too. And Fulia's like, where are you? And I'm like, at this station. And she's like, I'm at this station too. And I'm like, we were on the same we're train. We are on the same train. And she's like, what carriage do you want? I'm like, I'm in the last carriage. She's like, I'm in the second last carriage. But no, we were both in the same carriage, carriage in the yeah. end. I walked to the door to wait for him on the platform. Yeah. And he got up and was like, Fulia. I'm like, Oh. Yeah, and it was cute. And Fully was at that point. The doors had opened. She moved to hug me because that's how we greet each other. And then it's kind of like, no, we should actually get, get off, off the train. Yeah. <laughs> this, is our, this is our platform. Get out of the way. Yeah. Of <laughs> it was really funny. But And I said to Fully, it was actually kind of good that I was just, my head was in my computer the whole time because otherwise I'd just be talking to Fully the whole time and have an assessment to do. But it was good. After dinner, I came home. It was like 11 o'clock. I came home. Quick proofread. Not really. And sent it, and I slept extraordinarily well. Oh, <laughs> but I'd been having caffeine all day. I didn't really eat anything yeah. all day that I could not even sleep that oh, night. Oh, yeah. my God. That's been me. Um, that's the boring part of me this week. But some exciting stuff I did, actually, was I um, have been watching a few things this week. Oh, yeah. yes. So um, I'll go with the highlight. The highlight was that I started watching the second season of Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. Have you gotten onto that one yet, Not yet. Yeah. I loved season one. Yeah, this one's really good. Okay. Um, Steve's lawyer, I'm absolutely in love with her. What a brilliant brain she has. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and this one is all, it's very much all about trying to get the guys out of jail now. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot, especially from Steve's side, because he was convicted based on forensics. Mm-hmm. So the first, I've only seen the first four episodes. Okay. Most of those are based on reenacting forensics and forensic testing and doing all this stuff that was neglected. Mm. It is really interesting. Like Ooh. if you, because it's, you know, and I know that the first season did look at what the lawyers were doing. Yeah. But it was sort of more mostly on the backstories of, of Stephen and Brandon and, yeah. and the crime. This one is more from the lawyer's perspective. So it's okay. all the work they're doing. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. So if you're interested in, in the law and how it all works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting. Okay, and nice. the way it's playing out so far, it sort of covers and recaps enough that even if you haven't seen the first season, mm this all still makes sense. They oh, give you okay. enough sort of backstory and insight. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, but straight away, you automatically get frustrated by the legal system. <laughs> you know, you understand why yeah. it's there and it is a good thing. Yeah, But yeah. it's so hard if you've got someone who you think was wrongly convicted, oh. how to repair that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's you know. terrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because the law's designed to put the bad guys away, let's be honest. Yeah, that's right. It's not really designed to make mistakes. They try, mm. you know, but... You know, I don't know. Mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. And, you know, the consensus by an audience and by the bias of the filmmakers are a mistake has happened. Yeah. Um, You know, which you really believe a mistake has happened, especially in the case of Brendan. Oh, definitely. More more than anything. 110%. He's innocent. Yeah. But even with with Steve, the evidence supporting his innocence is huge. Oh, it is. Even more so in this season because this lawyer is going further and deeper than his lawyers did. Oh, wow. So if you believe that Steve was innocent for a season, Mm -hmm. you absolutely believe it now. And if you had doubt, I think it changes that doubt now yeah yeah it's really good um i'm really fascinated by it that's awesome yeah i dabbled in marvel 
this week. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch Daredevil? I watched. No, I actually revisited Deadpool. Oh. And I saw Deadpool two for the first time. And. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we want to. Le- do you want to say say it now or leave it to to quickie review later? Oh no, on? I'm sure. I'm sure everyone listening has seen these, but I'll be really quick because that way you won't um hit me. Um, no, you know what? No, but it's interesting watching Deadpool again because I liked it when it. Yeah, it's, first a, I thought it's it was, a great movie. It's a good movie, and then when <laughs> I'm being honest, you <laughs> really I'm being okay. honest. Okay, okay. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a. It was actually a really good movie, but I feel like it hasn't held up as well. Okay, but I but I did but I did enjoy it. I I really did. I love the gags. I love the humor. Mine's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. I thought number two was pretty average. What do you, like in all honesty? Okay. You, what are you thinking? Fair enough. Um. So I I definitely didn't enjoy number two as much as number one. Yeah. But I still thought it was pretty good. I don't. I don't know. I need to rewatch it again because I've only seen it twice, and that was in the cinema. Um, mm. yeah, no, I mean, I just, I don't know. Cause it was, it, it had so much working for it. And I thought, I thought a lot of the jokes were really good. And like, I loved all the references and the fourth wall breaking in, in this one. It was really good. And the new characters they added in, mm. I liked, you know, certain things they did with those characters. Um, but yeah, there was something about the fact, I think it was the difference between, what the story they were telling in the first one and then in the second one mm. was just the story of, of, of you know, in, of, um, you know, Deadpool going, his origin story basically yes. was very, very strong yes. and very played, played a big part in the movie's success. I think it just worked really well Yeah, with that established and going into a sequel and then doing what they did in the opening, mm-hmm. the cold open, if you will, yeah. of the film. Before the credits, I mean the credits were hilarious, but then you know, then and then just you know certain choices with that, it's just kind of like okay, what's going on? But then yeah, it was it was very all over the yeah. shop. Have you seen? That? Have you seen? Yes, them yes, yes, yeah. 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 Do you remember Deadpool two? I well? do. Um, I did. En- I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's enjoy. It's definitely enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, like Kendall said, I think it was something about number one that just held up more strongly. Well, number one was, number it was, I don't want to say novelty because I don't want to cheapen it that way. No, It no, was no. fresh. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it was really good. One thing, it's interesting that you talked about the, the like, self-referential stuff and fourth wall breaking. Yeah. I really liked that in the first film. Yeah. But I liked it because it was, subtle's not the right word, but it wasn't as in your face and it didn't okay. happen frequently. With the second one, that's, it yeah. was laid on very thick and I'm like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Fair. That's I get fair. it. You know you're in a movie. You know these are comic book characters. Um, maybe do something. Um, so for me, I felt like the film was half an hour too long. It was a little boring in parts. It was two and a half stars for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fair. So I was I disappointed, I disappointed in it. Maybe if I go back, knowing what to expect, it might then yeah. come across better. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, so I, I, I dabbled in, in, in Marvel. Okay, good. Yeah, won't be good. doing that for another four years. And I also went and I've started and I haven't finished, um, which is just me being lazy, but I started reading a Marvel comic book. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which one? Uh, the comic book adaptation of Jaws 2 from 1970. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's the one, yeah. I love that. I was so excited. I was like... 
What story is it? Yeah. What is he? What character? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's Marvel's issues of Jaws. Yeah, great. Yeah, they're beautifully illustrated. I'm sure yeah. they are. <laughs> Had some very good, very yeah. good illustrators over the years. <laughs> Kendall just sunk her head in shame. I did. A bit. I got way too excited. I should have known better. Well, it was a Marvel yeah. comic book. It was Marvel published it. True, they yeah. did. They did. Yeah. So don't look, Kendall. Don't say I don't try. <laughs> don't say I don't try. You I've, try in your own way. I, I, I did two films and a comic book for you this week. <laughs> wow. I should no. I should be impressed. Yeah. I should be. I should feel honoured. I love this. Kendall's like I should feel impressed, but I'm really not. <laughs> I kind of do, but still. In saying that, how was your week? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I knew I should have just stuck it out with the Howard the Duck soundtrack. Go on. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. um, my week. <laughs> I watched a movie too, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save that to quickie review yeah. um, before popcorn culture yeah. uh, later on. I saw First Man. Ooh. So yeah. Oh, can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah really interesting. Okay. Um, and that was yeah. So that was good. Um, with my dear friend Christina. Hello. Hey, Christina. Hey, Christina. <laughs> um, yes, we went and saw that and had dinner and had a lovely catch up. It was awesome. Um, but the, the one thing this week that's really just been grinding my gears is, mm-hmm. is, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, oh no. Because I work at JB Hi-Fi in case people aren't aware. <laughs> and we sell that game. And we're, we've been selling it cheaper than pretty much everywhere. And so everyone's been coming in and buying it and, uh, yeah. And it's been. She's sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of hearing about it. Everybody <laughs> wants it. Everybody. I mean, I love my job. I love my job. I love what I do. I know it's retail, but it's just been a really stressful three days for me since this game came out. Kendall, may I ask a question? Because yes. I also work in retail. You so do. I, and my, mine's more in um, apparel. So we don't get as high demands, but we do, especially if it's um, like, say, you know, Father's Day and there's a, a oh. feature tea or something like that. Yeah, we do get yeah. it. Um, so, like, what's the bit that's annoying? Is it just because you're hearing the title <laughs> of this game the whole time or are people asking you stupid questions? No, it's just it's just how busy we've, we've been. Yeah, okay. It's the biggest, biggest game of the year. Yeah. It's insane. I reckon it. I reckon it came out just in time for PAX because PAX just happened this weekend. PAX has been packed. Yeah, PAX is this weekend, so it came came out the same. Today like was the last day. The same day yeah. that PAX started, as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been. It's just literally just being because it's you know, don't have not having enough stuff and yeah. you know trying to like keep up with the the flow of people. It's mm. just been it's been bonkers. And mm. but I mean I shouldn't complain too much because I mean I've had worse days at my job. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and like you know, a lot of customers have been quite understanding, and yeah, which has been really good. But we've we have had some some doozies, but you know that happens. Yeah, yeah. it is retail after all. But yeah, I'm just I'm ready to never look at a copy of that game ever. <laughs> yeah, because we've sold hundreds upon hundreds of the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I love my job. It's fine. I'll get through it. I'm about to go on holiday. It's yeah. fine. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Where are you going? <gasps> Going to Adelaide, everyone. Radelaide. Radelaide. <laughs> I'm getting out of the state. I'm even, I'm shifting time zones. It's going yeah. half an hour. By half an hour, yeah. <laughs> some would say half an hour. Some would say a decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Some would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I anyone living on the um, southern east coast would. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. this is very true. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's next week, which means I'm not going to be here next week. Aww. Which is really weird, and it hasn't happened for two years. But um, it's, yes, it's been a long time. I haven't missed. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've missed an episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder who'll take over next week. Oh. It's still it's still up in the air. I can't wait to listen back to this episode because I will definitely listen to that one <laughs> that, I'm not, that I'm not on. Yeah. So I want to know what happened. Yeah. What's it like listening to a podcast that I'm not on? Mm. Mm. What do they say about me? Yeah, huh? literally. Yeah. Literally, especially if you're all going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> what can he, is he going to say that I can't prevent? Um. This is one thing as well because, you know, before now becoming a regular co-host yeah i would contribute to popcorn culture a lot and there were some times that especially philip would give me lip (laughs) when i could not respond he just wouldn't let me troll you in peace kendall he would stand up for you shame on him (laughs) i couldn't defend myself rude philip rude That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't bag my colleagues. No. Philip. (laughs) Not even on air. No. (laughs) We all love each other very much. Yes, we do. We so get along. (laughs) This is our way of showing our love for each other. Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. Okay. But yeah, other... Sorry, I was going to say, other than that, I've had a pretty standard week you know yeah. filming collectible chaos and mm. writing a review for a star is born that i'm really yes ha- i was really happy with yes, yes. it turned out really well yes thank I liked you. It. on the website and it yes. is an absolutely beautiful review thank you um, so yes much. it's got a lot of engagement as well kendall actually and you don't know this so i'm telling you um it's one of the highest engaged posts that we've had on our website for a very long time really yeah absolutely oh that's yeah. so good yeah Yay. so yeah it's <laughs> had a lot of a lot of readers which is great oh, so, that's so good. if you have freddalienproductions.com go check it out if it's not the top post scroll down one or two you'll see it yeah and feel free to comment as well you please can some people comment on our reviews which is fantastic yeah we yeah, love it, it when people do that yeah, yeah absolutely please let us know your thoughts okay so um <laughs> that was the segment of how was our week <laughs> that has taken 20 minutes because yep. you know we like to talk and we're having fun yes um this is our catch-up session this is it <laughs> yes. is it is when we're you know we're not together every week so yeah, we've got more to say, don't we? Um, okay, so that means it's time to head into the Nerd News. This is the news in Nerdy News. The nerds that talk about the Nerdy News. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, okay, okay. So there's lots of big items in the news this week. This is pretty, pretty awesome. I'm very excited to get into this. Starting with um, the one and only bit of Marvel information. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just tapped way on the shoulder now. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> oh, you've been told. No one has the right to touch my person. But <laughs> it's a Marvel topic. I feel so dirty. <laughs> okay. I asked for that. I did ask for that. Okay, okay. No, that's okay. No, you're right, Kendall. Get the shit out of the way and we'll move on to better things now. Come on. <laughs> 
gone. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So. Love you, Kendall. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Touch me anytime. <laughs> wow, wait. come with the car? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> that reference I didn't get, but sure. Simpsons. Simpsons. Of course it is. And actually, my don't touch me thing was from The Simpsons as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very obscure, and I'm trying to think of what character says it, but it like, just cracks it at one of the people. That's great. Okay. I'll find it, and if I found it, I will insert it here. Hey, lady, Santa Claus is going to be here, right? He just has to. Something tells me he is. Don't touch me. Nothing gives you that right. <laughs> so you've either heard it or you haven't. Yeah. Back to you, Kendall. <laughs> okay. All right, I need to compose myself so then we actually do get through the news. Okay. Okay, so, um, yes, so there's a casting announcement in regards to Avengers 4. Um, Australian actress Catherine Langford has been cast in an undisclosed role. Um, no one at Marvel is talking as to what character she's playing, so, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Um, those who, aren't f who are not familiar with her name, they will be familiar with what she's been in. She is Hannah Baker from 13 Reasons Why. Um, she was also in Love, Simon as well as one of Simon's uh, best friends, uh, which is an amazing movie. Everyone should watch that. Um, and, you know, 13 Reasons Why is also a very good show. Mm -hmm. uh, very confronting, but very, very good. Um, so, yeah, she's very, very talented. So I'm very excited. I'm just going to keep saying very because I just realized I'm saying very a lot. Yes, you are. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll find out whether or not she pops up in the trailer that's soon to be released or, uh, yeah, next year in the movie. Okay, crossing the pond to DC. I've got a few DC items. Ooh, the, big, the big one. <laughs> the big one, of course, is the delay of Wonder Woman 1984, Ooh. which was done on purpose because um, it was supposed to be coming out, uh, I think it was November next year, I think was the date or earlier than that. I can't remember. I know it was ne late next year, mm. um, but they decided that they wanted to um, move it to a summer, American summer, what they, they say release date, the, the June you know, May, June, July kind of blockbuster period yeah. um, in the US. Um, and because, you know, the first film came out in June and it did so well, they made nearly a billion dollars gross out of that film. So they're hoping to repeat that by moving it to June fi uh, June 5, 2020. Um, so a little bit longer to wait mm. for Wonder Woman 1984, but I'm sure it'll be worth it. Um, moving to animated stuff now, the upcoming Harley Quinn animated series that's going to be on the DC Universe app or maybe Netflix here, fingers crossed. Um, the one and only Alan Tudyk has been cast as the voice of the Joker um, in the Harley Quinn series and that's just amazing news. That's going to be pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> Love Alan. He's so talented. Um... And speaking of the Joker, actually, as well, we had some casting news in relation to the Todd Phillips-directed, Scorsese-produced Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. That's <laughs> that's pretty much what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so confirmation that we are going to be getting a young Bruce Wayne and a younger Alfred Pennyworth in the show, uh, in the show, in the film. Um, because Thomas Wayne, obviously, is going to be appearing in it, so we're going to have, you know, Bruce... Um, Young Bruce before you know the death of his parents, and he's going to be played by actor Dante Pereira Olson, 
and an actor named Douglas Hodge will be playing Alfred Pennyworth. So have not seen either of them in anything, but um, but you know it's always good to have you know new new faces, fresh faces, especially mm-hmm. into a big film as this is sure surely set to be. So mm-hmm. especially with such recognisable characters as well. They've yeah, got a big name for the Joker, so you yeah. don't necessarily need bigger names around it. I exactly, think. Yeah. exactly right. Because yeah, they the the actor they cast to play Thomas Wayne, I don't even remember his name. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because it was going to be Alec Baldwin for a minute, but then... Yeah, and it literally was a minute, wasn't it? Was it was literally a minute, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah. you know, things changed. Yeah. But And then they do have Robert De Niro in, in an undisclosed role, I think, as well. But, yeah. um, but that's that's it for the big names. Yeah. And then, yeah, so exciting stuff, I think. Very good choice. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. Um, now we've got some Star Wars news. Mm. This is sad, um, yes, but is. I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Um, so Lucasfilm has confirmed the Boba Fett movie is dead. It's not happening. They have, you know, stopped production, anything, nothing's going on with that one. Um, and they're they f- only just in pre-production for that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they were. I think that's kind of... It was, I, I in, do I feel like I it was know. in pre-production for a really long time? Long like, time. Yeah. Because it was, I think there was one stage where it was going to be someone, so there was a, a director attached to it, but then that fell through mm. for some for some reason. I, I forgot, I apologize, I've forgotten the name of the director, who that was. But nevertheless, um, yeah, it's not happening because mostly Lucasfilm is deciding now to focus on the upcoming series, The Mandalorian which is the John Favreau live action mm. series that they're working on. And that's going to be, you know, talking about, um, you know, the Fets, you know, yeah. Bobo and Django and like, you know, other bounty hunter kind of characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's going to be their main focus. So no Boba Fett standalone film. Mm. Uh, <coughs> okay. Speaking of things that are dead in the water. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was appropriate Ouch. or not. Sorry. That was a really so, good segue, actually, oh, when you think you. about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're rebooting Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. Yeah. He has officially been dropped from the franchise. Essentially, this is Malibu Stacy with a new hat. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want it, I want it, I want it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it's it is. The same thing. But she's got a new hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. That's yeah. a very good reference. Um, yeah, so they're they're looking to reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise already. Uh, the most recent film came out last year um, mm. and was actually the lowest performing of the entire series yeah hence the calls for the reboot i guess yeah from disney because you know they're a money-making machine so there's no word really yet as to whether or not um they're going to be bringing back captain jack sparrow or elizabeth swan or will turner whether or not we'll see any of those old characters return but you know or they're going to do you know new pirates new adventures who knows but yeah no johnny depp in probably one of his most iconic roles Mm, yeah it's done it's over. It's an interesting strategy, isn't it? Because sometimes when you feel like you've got a franchise that seems to be a bit on the decline, mm. you do one of two things. You mm. do something fresh, mm-hmm. which is what they're trying to do now by mm. new characters and calling it a reboot. Mm. Or you just say, okay, we're <clears> not going to produce for a while. We'll make people miss it and then we'll bring it back. Yeah. So it is interesting that they've gone for the first approach where I feel like nine out of 10 times the second approach actually works more. Definitely. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I think it's a. It's. I don't know. They haven't. I don't. I haven't really said when it's going to be coming out. This yeah. movie. It could be a few years off. But still, the fact that they're already talking reboot, yes, like twelve months after the last film, yeah, is really peculiar. Yeah, exactly. Really you, peculiar. You feel like that if the next one comes out twelve months from now, you know, it's not. Yeah. you know, they're, they're going to just really still be jumping from one. And to the I other. feel like it's just going to confuse audiences. Mm. Yeah, know? true. You know, yeah, like if they don't, if yeah, because they're too close together, maybe people will be like, oh, is, aren't they connected? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least I'll get that question at work. Um, <laughs> 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 Which is fine, because I'm happy to explain. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing, though, about the reboot is um, is that it's been revealed that Disney has reportedly met with the writing team behind uh, Zombieland and Deadpool, mm. um, Reese and Paul Wernick, to uh, pen the script for the rebooted film. Uh, of the series so yeah so that's positive yeah because um, those guys are really good writers so. fresh approach Fre- definite fresh yeah. approach exactly yeah. that's exactly what we want okay so what do we have okay oh yeah now we have another thing <laughs> being written out <laughs> being axed being dropped except we're all we're very very upset and sad and yes and disheartened about about this one mm. um it's confirmed this week that um we will soon no longer be seeing apu in the simpsons yes. wayne yes take the reins please <laughs> because you are we, we know those of you who've listened to episodes when Wayne's been here and you know who were here for the you know little moments we had like 10 minutes ago <laughs> not even <laughs> he loves the Simpsons yeah just a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. tell us explain to the people why this is happening and yep sure so a documentary came out I think it was earlier this year or late last year called The Problem with Apu I haven't seen it yet but Kendall and I were talking about it mm. off mic mm-hmm. it's on our to-do list yes probably a bit more of a priority to watch now just to keep things into context for this conversation yeah that's alright but uh, yeah and essentially the filmmaker who is of Indian background used Apu as a way to open a discussion about stereotypes and representations yeah yeah of I guess underrepresented 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 is that the word? Yeah. Underrepresented. Underrepresented, yeah. Yes, Wayne can talk. Uh, <laughs> people. And who was, was one for the Indian community. This caused, a, I think, a worthwhile conversation. It got mm. people talking. It was really good. Yeah. The Simpsons made the mistake of addressing it in one of their episodes yeah. through a discussion between Marge and Lisa. Yeah. And that discussion if you will that response did not go down well at all everyone sort of said what are you doing Mm. Hank Azaria then who does the voice of Apu has said I'm actually happy to stop voicing Apu and we can give it to another actor or he's actually said I'm happy to yeah he actually said I'm happy to step away from Apu which to me was really ridiculous now the Simpsons have said look it is most likely that he will be phased out or, or written out of the show. So I have a few problems with this all happening. And yeah. I am, you know, and, and I, I'm conflicted. I'm not of Indian descent. No. So no. I don't really have the agency to speak about yeah. it in certain regards. Well, yeah, yeah. Same for all of us. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, yeah. regardless of how we feel about yeah. what the, the, this decision, you know, we don't 
we can't speak to the experience of an Indian person. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll just give my opinion generally. As somebody who obviously has not reached the audience appeal of The Simpsons, but somebody who does create things. And yeah, we yeah. all here at Fred create uh, things. We do, yes. And we do respect our audiences because totally. you need to. We don't... Yeah. You don't have any don't anything yeah. without you, yeah, you know, and exactly. we love audience feedback. I know I, yes. I definitely do. Me too. Um, uh, but in saying that, that doesn't always mean that you will alter everything because it, the role of the artist is never to answer questions. It is only to ask them. Mm, awesome. So the Simpsons by responding made the mistake of trying to answer a question that wasn't their job to answer mm. because the problem is not Apu, so to speak. Mm. He's a representation of a broader problem. Mm. Removing Apu does not fix a problem. Oh, no, no, no. Um, he is a stereotype. The Simpsons is full of stereotypes. Yeah. We've, you know, got, you know, Akira from the sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. We've got Bumblebee Man. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, got all of these other uh, groundskeeper Willie. Yeah, all of these beautiful characters who we've all loved at, yeah. loved and laughed at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> their cultures are parodied, just as mainstream America is parodied as well. Yeah. However, I do appreciate when you're not the dominant ideology, you have had a lifetime of being underrepresented. I can't say the word. <laughs> <laughs> Represented. Underrepresented. Under-represented. <laughs> it's late in the day. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you, but you've had limited. You're, you're uh, somebody who looks and sounds like you has not been on screen as much as others. Mm. So you will cling to anybody, mm. <laughs> you know, who who has anything similar to you. And if it's done disrespectfully, that can hurt because it's telling people outside of that culture, well, this is what you're like. Mm. If we want to talk about a poo specifically, though, we can compare him to other characters in The Simpsons. And I think he fares a lot better than most. Because he's a hardworking man. Yeah, he is. One episode, he's the most eligible bachelor in all of Springfield. Yeah, he that's right. Actually, you know, sexually desirable. Yeah. Um, he's incredibly intelligent. Mm-hmm. We see this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a loving family man. Mm. He makes mistakes. Yes. He's human. Exactly. You know, he's devoted to his faith. Mm. And he even explains his faith in a few episodes when people who are of a different faith question it or even maybe make fun of it. Yeah. He sets them straight in his own way and in the context Mm. of The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Apu is a stereotype, but there are a lot of positive traits that go with him. Definitely. And, again, there's lots of stereotypes in the simpsons as well yeah um when we look at other minority groups and i can only speak on documentaries and programs that i've seen so these primarily focus on african americans and the queer community a lot of them will acknowledge that they these groups are are presented in a very stereotypical way at first Mm. and then people from these communities and groups take ownership Mm. and then to some degree they will play themselves in a stereotypical way Mm. but at least they're playing themselves and then when they get this momentum they then tell their own stories yeah 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 and i feel like maybe because the times we're in you know civil rights movements have progressed in such a way that maybe we forget about smaller groups Mm. you know who are underrepresented but yeah yeah but so i think it's really complex but 
Again, I don't have the agency to say if Apple is offensive or not. That's not for me to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a lot more complex and removing him from the picture does not solve anything. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It just, you know, it's just shining light on a bigger issue that's just... I think so. It's not really making a, a dent in, yeah, you know. I, yeah, I don't think so. And I think, again, the, the filmmaker has chosen Apu because he's an easy, um, easily accessible yeah. figure to, because we all know him we do even if yeah. you don't watch the simpsons you have an idea oh, that's the guy who works in the quickie mod or, yeah. or in the shop there and yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks because he's such a good character and he's definitely always been one of my favorites yeah you know, absolutely yeah. Over the years. yeah 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 he's hilarious so mm. i don't know i feel like if the simpsons are going to be doing this just end the show like in all honesty when you're compromising your own thing yeah yeah, and when it, when you say when you you're letting something stand in the way of your creativity. Yes, absolutely. I think and freedom of expression. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I I know comedy gets a pass, and sometimes we argue it shouldn't. Yeah, uh, which look is is a different again a different argument altogether. Yeah. But for me, this just seems a bit extreme, and The Simpsons only have themselves to blame. True. They're making these decisions. No, yeah. You know, so yeah. they could have altered. Apu, if they really wanted to. They could have. They didn't have to get rid of him. Could have recast him if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the actor voicing him offered for that. Mm. Um, You could have broadened and diversified your writing team if you really wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you wouldn't have hurt this community of Mm. characters that we've known for three decades. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, all our lives. Yeah, or most yeah. of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've always been there. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. So for me, it's disappointing. But at the end of the day, I have to put the fault on the Simpsons because they're yeah. the ones who have made this decision. Correct. And essentially, they probably feel like um, they're a show that's big enough that they can get rid of characters and it won't affect them. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. Mm. You know, I think that compromises your vision. Yeah. No. But yes. Very well said. And that yes. was my four-hour speech. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kent Brockman, and that was my two, <laughs> two cents. <laughs> but speaking of The Simpsons, though, yeah. I'm just full of segues today. It's yeah. great. Smooth, smooth. Smooth segues. Um, Matt Groening's latest concoction, Disenchantment, which is on Netflix now, uh, hashtag not sponsored, um, <laughs> has been renewed through to 2021 um, for a total, I think, of like... 20 something more episodes okay. at least, but they're, they're doing them in spurts or something. Okay. That's kind of what I was reading. Um, but yeah, we're going to be getting more. So it looks like enough people are, are tuning in, enjoying the show. I still haven't had time to watch it myself. Mm, neither have I. But I really yeah. want to. I've heard it's very funny, um, very good, something a little different to, you know, you know Futurama and then yeah. The Simpsons as well. Is um, it your type of humor? Uh, humor? Somebody who loves anime and animation? Um. Or not really. Sort of. I I haven't really been uh, watching The Simpsons, you know, religiously yeah. like you know some people. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Look, a lot of us haven't been for the last fifteen years. We're, we're going to be honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair, let's fair. be honest. Um, let's, yeah. let's, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but um, I do enjoy it. You know, an episode or two when you know yeah. when they when they pop up on TV. Um, mm. But yeah, not exactly. You know, a big enough fan for me to to then go to really go delve into maybe disenchantment. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's on my radar, but I actually haven't gone because mm-hmm. I'm even somebody who watched like I think of the first few episodes of Futurama, but never really got into yeah. it. Yeah, which I feel is that's me too, actually. Yeah, because I yeah. always feel disappointed in myself because I, it's got yeah, such a cult me following. Too. It does. Yeah, I feel like I should have 
giving it a go it, and yeah. probably go back and give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I love a lot of episodes of it, but when every time I found myself trying to sit down and get through it, I'm like, no, I can't. I don't know if I can. Yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe one day. Um, but yeah, I really want to give Disenchantment a go. So yeah. It looks cool, doesn't it? It does look Yeah. So it cool. looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All for a fantasy series. Yeah. Um, okay. And oh, again, segue. Speaking of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm crushing it today. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite directors, Guillermo del Toro, Oscar-winning director, Guillermo del Toro, I love saying that, mm-hmm. um, is going to be directing a dark version of Pinocchio Ooh. for Netflix. Mm. Let me read you the synopsis of this because it sounds really interesting. Is it a film or a TV series? Uh, a film. Oh, great. Yeah, he's, yeah. it's going to be a film. Uh, I'm finding myself feature. not a lot of time to watch TV shows, which is why I'm always half through them yeah. so i'm loving movies one movies. sitting let's go let's yeah. do it um it is going to be a stop motion animation <gasps> oh yeah okay. um and basically uh where where is the little bloody i had a thing here okay it'll be set in the sorry it will be set in italy during the 1930s when fascism rose to power in the country um and that's something that del toro has like explored mm. before um in his films the devil's backbone and pen's labyrinth Gorgeous. i rem- yeah so good yeah. um but it's basically um god where Da-da-da-da. yeah so it's basically telling telling the you know the classic tale um and guillermo del toro said uh in a statement no art form has influenced my life and my work more than animation and no single character in history has had a has a, sorry has had as deep of a personal connection to me as Pinocchio. Mm. In our story, Pinocchio is an innocent soul with an uncaring father who gets lost in a world he cannot comprehend. He embarks on an uh, sorry, he embarks on a, an extraordinary journey that leaves him with a deep understanding of his father and the real world. I've wanted to make this movie for as long as I can remember. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah. It'll either sink or swim, but I think the yeah, story yeah, fair call. The story is in good hands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, mm. definitely is. The fact that they've decided to go stop motion, yeah. That's really intrigued me because yeah. it's always it's always been um, sort of a, a like a little goal of mine to be able to create a stop motion yeah. short film of yeah. some sort and you know watching all these different types of short um, uh, stop motion films is always you know intrigued me mm. on how they create it because it's so it's it's skill. just still yeah. still photos yeah all they're doing is moving parts of whatever's going on in that scene yeah like not even like a millimeter by millimeter, they're moving it along yeah. and they're yeah. making a whole. I couldn't do it. No. Oh my god! I have that so takes much. I'm, a lot of patience. I have so much respect for those animators. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I could never do that. You're right. To do it well is skill. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely on my list. And you to try. have to have this vision as well because I'm even thinking as well. Like, yeah, sure, you're taking the photos of the mouth moving. How long, how many photos is that? You know what I mean? To actually make yeah. it so it aligns yeah, and so you're saying the scent. Like, I just can't fathom it. And it all go, it all comes down to how many frames per second. So yes. in stop motion, that could be different. Mm. That could change because a, a regular frame per second would be about 24 frames per second. Yes. Um, sometimes, wow. I think in, um, in, in America, they go by 29 or 30 frames per right. second. Um, so... In this instance, 
if they, if it's 24 frames per second, that's 24 images per second. Yes, exactly. That is a lot of movement yes. in one second. Yeah. So is, yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely something I'd like to delve into in my own way. Yeah. Um, but that Pinocchio stop motion sounds like it's it it's sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. sounds fantastic. And yeah. I love that he's gone for a, for a dark edge to it. I tend to yeah. like darker stories. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's known for that, putting, yeah. putting that dark, like, you know, shadow over like fantasy and, yeah. and, and politics and mm, yeah. common, yeah, social commentary mixed with, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and Pan's Labyrinth was such a great example oh, of that. I mean, it was a fair, like you could imagine that story as like a colourful Disney animation from back in the day. Yeah. But it would have been told obviously with a different skew to it. Well, yeah, it's literally like, you know, because you're like, you know how Disney, you know, adapt a lot of those old fairy tales. The Brothers Brothers Grimm. Grimm, Yeah. Exactly. Those stories and how the original versions are just so dark. Yes. Because they were literally told to frighten the pants off kids. Um, It's like Guillermo del Toro is just doing a straight. Yeah, a straight Adaptation. Like he's not trying to sugarcoat nothing. And it's it's brilliant. Yeah, I think so too. I can't wait. Yeah, same. Cannot wait. All right. And lastly in the news, um, we have, because it's Halloween this week. We've got some spooky news, um, yeah. but though this sentence sounds really interesting, LeBron James <laughs> is producing a Friday the 13th reboot. He's yeah. a basketballer. He is. What the <laughs> hell's he got to do with film? He has a production company fully. Of course he does. He does. And he has taste in films. And really? Franchises. And yes. lots of money. <laughs> and lots of money. And lots of money. Yeah. money. Um, yes, yeah, so... Um, Wayne? Yes. <laughs> you, you, you you did, I, I will quote you as saying before we recorded that the Friday the 13th franchise is your MCU. It is. Please. <laughs> what do you, what do you, give us a, a quick little spiel on what you think of this and what this is, what's going on here with this. Look, it all began in the summer of 1979. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, you asked for it. Sorry I asked. <laughs> yeah, I did. And that's the <laughs> and that's the podcast. Um, yeah. But funnily enough, like, despite that joke, it actually does relate back to the original Friday the 13th. Yeah, okay. So I'm not sure if uh, people are aware. Friday the 13th was written by a man named Victor Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was hired essentially by Sean S. Cunningham, who was a, a filmmaker, a, a very failing filmmaker, to tell a scary story because Sean S. Cunningham, to quote himself, needed to keep the lights on. He was like, yeah. Halloween has made a lot of money. Let's just rip off Halloween. Mm. And Victor Miller wrote this story. Yeah. Saw Halloween. This is the template. This is what I'm doing. Mm. And then the people there made it their own. Yeah. Um, a character called Jason Voorhees was introduced, was talked about during the film, but physically introduced during production. It was not Victor Miller's um, image or imagination yeah. to have a physical Jason Voorhees in it. Yeah. Fast forward now. Mm-hmm. Victor Miller and Sean S. Cunningham have been in a legal battle over who owns the rights to yeah. Friday the 13th. Okay. And Sean S. Cunningham said, well, look, it's all, you know, it's all me, rah, rah, da, da, da. And Victor Miller was like hired for this, da, da, da. Victor Miller was like, no, I wrote this script before this happened. And so I yeah. owned, da, da, da. Yeah. So essentially a court has ruled that Victor Miller owns Friday the 13th, but only the components that appear in the original film. Right. In his original film screenplay. Okay. Jason Voorhees does not appear in his original 
screenplay. screenplay yeah. So Seanus Cunningham still owns, owns that. The character owns the character. Right. So any Friday the Thirteenth reboot can use Jason Voorhees. Yes. But it is most likely not allowed to be called Friday the Thirteenth. Right. Um, as the new line films have Friday and Jason in the title, but they can't have Friday the 13th. Mm. Uh, but Paramount now have them back again, I believe, have the rights. So this is why a reboot has been really murky. And this has all happened right. since the remake of Friday the 13th. Which was nearly 10 years ago now. Yes. Mm. So this is why that Friday the 13th could use all the names, use all these characters, right. could reference all these films and okay. all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So... This is why any news of a Jason reboot is big because it's he's in the middle of a legal battlefield. Right, right, yeah. okay. So the two parties are now trying to still come to some sort of compromise yep. to use everything. Okay. Uh, but that's how it sits so far. Okay. Yeah, so and so it looks like the cogs may be turning. Yeah, I feel so. So, it, it, look, it can happen, mm. uh, but there's a lot of negotiations that need to be done. If they fall through, it can still happen, mm. but it'll be... There'll be a lot of, I think, differences to the to what we have seen before, which mm. will probably isn't a bad thing. Um, it's a shame. Like that Friday the 13th remake or reboot uh, from 2009. Nine. Yeah, yep. from 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think it underperformed by what the studio wanted, but it still made a truckload of money. Oh, uh, it did? Yeah, and it was it had a huge opening weekend and all of these things. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so it did make a lot of money. Again, not as much as they wanted, wanted it to or thought, okay. it, or thought it would. Yeah, right. Uh, but in saying that, for what it costs to make to what it brings back, the, mm. the Jason films have always... You know, mostly have pulled in a dollar or two. This is true. Yeah, so this is this is why it's exciting news because now you've got somebody else saying, "I'm putting my money behind this," or "I want to see this done." Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope that answered the question. No, that did. That did. <laughs> um, LeBron James' company is called Spring Hill Entertainment. Um, so there's no 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 information as to why that company specifically is involved in trying to get this reboot going, but I guess they're just. Maybe they're just the company that's just interested in doing it. Yeah, and he could just be a fan of it. You he know, he could. I mean, hey, if I was in Hollywood. I would be like, hey, here's my money. Let's make this movie. Yeah, and yeah. I guess you know, with you know, now that we've we've had, you know, I guess you could say, for lack of a better phrase, the resurrection of Michael Myers once yeah. again with Jamie Lee Curtis, and that's been making a truckload of money. Absolutely, as well. Yeah, you know, why not capitalize on that? Yeah. And that's what the studios will be looking yeah. to. They'll be like, well, this, you know, seventies, eighties horror icon. Yeah. has come back. And every time Michael's actually made a comeback, we saw it with Halloween H2O, it's made a lot of money. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not a big fan of the of the remakes that came out. The Rob Zombie the, the ones. The zombie ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not not a big fan. That part two was shithouse. I didn't. I haven't seen it because yeah. everyone said it wasn't great. Don't. Okay, yeah. great. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, but, you know he's, he comes and goes in waves and i think jason as well these days more infrequently but mm. there's there's opportunities there's there you know i mean he's such a well-loved character he's got such he a is. strong fan base for sure yeah because yeah. yeah. they were toting about doing like a found footage film at some stage oh, of jason yeah that'd be interesting yeah there's um a fantastic fan film and i'm not a big fan of fan films oh i think i've heard of it yeah it's never hike alone yes goes, i have heard of that yeah, yeah. It, goes, it goes for uh, around an hour yeah and it's a great film it's available on youtube and you yeah watch it and it feels like a genuine jason film for yeah. a fan film the production is pretty good i've heard good things yeah, yeah. I, I need to watch it. i am a fan I'm, nice i've ordered it on like blu-ray from the states yeah <laughs> hey, look at 
Pikachu. Yes. Great. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. I treat it as canon when I watch the franchise. I actually treat it as canon. That's awesome. Yeah. I ignore all the other fan films, but this one I'm like, yeah. This is the best one. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. For fans of the franchise, they'll know why I treat it as canon. There's something in there that makes it canon. Ooh. Ooh. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, poor Fulia hasn't been able to say anything for like 10 minutes. I'll show you. Fulia, I'll, I'll show you. I'll talk you through it. Nope. Nope. I'm good. Okay, so that was the news. Um, that's all she wrote this week, um, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Yeah. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Okay, we have three trailers, starting with Vox Lux. Thoughts. Um, looks interesting. Mm. Uh, initially, when I first watched this uh, trailer, I thought it was somewhat based on an actual singer. <laughs> um, but then I was corrected in saying that it's not. Because yeah. us- usually they'd mention the fact that it was based uh, based off a true story, mm. um, which this one didn't. Uh, but it looks really interesting. I'm wondering the context of what's going on with the people with the guns. And why they're trying to take her down. I have a theory. What's your theory? The second... I didn't get it the first time because I've, I've watched the trailer twice now. So I think it might be... I think it looks like... Um, you know how certain figures in pop culture can sometimes influence the wrong kinds of people and mm. drive them a bit crazy? Like there was a guy back in the 80s who tried to kill Ronald Reagan for Jodie Foster, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. I have a feeling... There's something going on with she might have some extremist fans that are willing to kill for her or maybe they're going to try and kill her. Like, I feel like there's going to be some kind of John Lennon kind of Mm. that maybe like, you know, psycho fan kind of stuff. And then maybe there'll be like some kind of conversation about the gun control involved as well because obviously that's very in the forefront always especially in regards to the American zeitgeist yeah Um, yes but yeah yeah sadly very sadly Mm. Um, but that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking because like and especially because of the way Natalie Portman's pop star in this film is kind of she seems to be this kind of Larger than life figure. She's a bit Gaga esque. Very. A say? lot of people have said. Okay. Yeah. Like an, she I, seems like she's got a hell of an ego. And do, she does, but then there were those moments when she was like, you know, I what, you know, I'm tired of people treating me like I'm not a person. Yeah, yeah that's true. And you know, or, and then when she's like, you know, and she's she's sitting down next to the bed saying that I'm scared. Yeah. Like she's got these little moments, and then but then she's got those other moments where she's just like, she is. Her character, like yeah. she, she is the the pop star. She is what mm. everyone sees, and she takes on this kind of she's she's the the, the inadvertent queen. Yeah, she's the queen. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, really interesting. So that's kind of my take on what they're trying yeah. to do with this movie. Do, yeah. So, but I don't, does that answer your question? No, no, that, no. It's it. It is. It I, is I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I really could. It, be wrong. it could. It, it does sort of make me feel sort of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, intrigued. 
Yeah, it, it gets me intrigued to, to watch it and see how it all turns out. Yeah, um, yeah. But your theory also makes me think, you know, oh, okay, maybe that it could go in that direction. It could, yeah. 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 Um, but Natalie Portman, oh my God. I love her so I much. have not seen her, like, in a movie for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that she, she looks really intense in this, yeah. in this film. Yeah, she does. Yeah. I like the look of this film. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I like the way it looks. There's mm. there's a part of me that wants to say it almost looks like an independent movie on a budget. Yeah, <laughs> like a yeah. Budget. yeah, that's that's it's, a really good way of putting it. it yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I like the look of this film. I don't know, nothing else. I don't want to say nothing else grabs me about it. Okay, but it interests me as well. Mm. I like that I'm seeing snippets and I can't really put the pieces together. So you've put a really great theory and analysis together, uh, Kendall. I did not get anything like that from this. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really know what to get from it. Yeah. And I... It is kind of spliced together in an interesting yes. way, isn't it? And for me, that's one of the better things about a trailer because mm. it's not telling me too much, mm. but it's showing me enough, enough to say, now come and explore and yeah. watch fully. So yeah. whilst I couldn't even... If anyone said to me, what is this movie about based on the trailer, I'd be celebrity... Guns freaking out, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I could yeah. probably just use a few words, but I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, but I think it looks beautiful. Yeah. Natalie Portman, when she's in front of the camera, I'm on the couch watching. No oh, problem. Me too. At oh, all. Um, anything. I watch her do anything. Yeah, I, I think. Her. Yeah, I think, um, you know, her, her filmography shows what, how brilliant she is. Black mm. Swan was a highlight. Oh, Black um, Swan. You oh, know, and this, I guess, is another take on the spotlight, similar definitely, to Black Swan. Yeah. And probably some um, mental deterioration. I don't know. There's definitely yeah. a lot of stresses and pressures. Yeah, yeah. But I think this looks like a fascinating film. It and does. it definitely, um, it, it's it sold me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. That's yeah. good. I'm glad we're all kind of yeah. agreed that it's, you know, it's definitely very intriguing. Yeah. And something we might all check out. Yeah, mm. I think so. Excellent. Um, okay, so we don't have an Australian release date for Vox Lux, sadly, but it will be... Uh, out in cinemas in the United States on the 7th of December. It's been doing the festival circuit um, over there at the moment. So, yeah, um, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully we'll get it. I don't know. Maybe we'll get it sometime next year. Who knows? (laughs) Just in time for Oscar season, I think. Could be in with a shot. Okay. Um, Second trailer. (laughs) Liam Neeson does Taken Again with with Cold Pursuit. Okay. Who wants to go first? Well, you know how I've just said what I love about um, Vox Lux is that this one, that doesn't really show you a lot, but it shows you enough to intrigue. Mm-hmm. Cold Pursuit shows you way too much. Yeah. <laughs> Cold Pursuit is the polar opposite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it looks like a fun movie. Mm. And this, and I feel weird calling it fun because the, the trailer didn't start off with humor, but it seemed to end with humor. Well, yeah. You know, so I don't really know what, where it's going to sit. Um, it could be one of those where it's just a straight out action movie with humorous liners, kind of like how uh, Schwarzenegger did in his heyday in the 80s mm. and, and early 90s. A lot of his films were like that, mm-hmm. were straight out action movies with touches of humor. Mm-hmm. The way this trailer is cut, there's a lot of seems like there's a lot of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, even the kills that are shown are exaggerated to enforce to be gags, you know, to enforce humor as well. Mm. We saw at the end, like the tree falling mm. through the car mm-hmm. and stuff, which again is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, that's really big. Mm. But that's a beautiful surprise that you want in the cinema, not in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. You know, uh, look, it's a film, it's a DVD film for me. 
I'm yeah, not going to go too. see it on the big screen. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's you know it's beer it's, and popcorn. It's a Netflix film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the the thing the thing that sort of made me really the most that made my eyes widen was seeing um, Laura Dern. <laughs> oh, know, Laura! That yeah. Laura Dern was in. I can show talent. Yeah, I can already tell it's a nothing role. Like it is a nothing role. Oh yeah, she she just showed up and you know was yeah. was was, yeah. was herself and then left. Yeah, <laughs> she's you know she she's the, the the grieving mother, the 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 worrisome wife that you know typical. She always seems thing. to play those characters. Yeah, and she does it so well. I mean, she does it very well. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, um, it's a reflection on the roles that are written for women. You can get yeah, what you get, you know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but she'll do wonderful with it. Oh, she will. Um, but look, yeah, it looks like a fun film. It's not making me go ooh ah, but. Yeah. You know, but uh, and this is from someone who likes the genre, <laughs> you know, so okay. I think I need that time where I forget the trailer to actually enjoy it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. what did you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not a big fan of Liam Neeson films. Um, I haven't really seen any of his other projects okay. in the past, so I probably won't in, end up watching this no. one. It didn't, it didn't really interest me enough to, yeah, to watch it, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I still haven't watched any of the Taken films. Neither have I. Yeah. I feel like I should, though, because they look like that they are fun action movies. Yeah. You know, again, not fun, <clears throat> fun using it very loosely, but yeah. let's face it, it's not one where you need your thinking cap on to watch these no, films. No, it's just you know? mindless It's just mindless action, exactly, you know, yeah. shooting and, people. And I'm up for that. Yeah. You know, yeah, Expendables, yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, these movies exist for a reason. That's, right? That's true. Fun. That's true. Um, and yeah, but you're right, this one, and we all, you know, we had that chuckle at the beginning that mm. we were like, oh, you know, it's taken. <laughs> like, yeah. who's he lost this time? Yeah. And, you know, like that thing, we could, we could see it from the first, you know, 30 seconds into it. Yeah, someone's going to die. Yeah. yeah. Straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'll, if I'll watch this either. Mm. I was a bit... I really... The movie felt very... Sorry, the movie. The trailer of the movie felt very like it's like you were saying mm. with the you know the comedy and then how it started like yeah very sp- split down the middle in mm. terms of its tone yeah like i don't know what and then like i don't know i love the song don't fear the reaper that's a g- classic rock mm. song but i don't know if it worked in this trailer okay. i don't know for me didn't work for me mm. i don't know for some reason but i don't know it was but it was a it was an okay trailer but you're yeah. right it did reveal too much and i mean it just Basically, just like I think they're just banking on, oh, he's doing another Taken style movie. Yeah, this is what it is. Come see it. Yeah, exactly. I suppose the only thing that I actually enjoyed about that trailer was the fact that he's he's a driver of a snowplow, <laughs> <laughs> just plowing through yeah. all this snow. I hope he's wearing his Mr. Plow jacket. I was waiting for it. <laughs> like, if you don't say it, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Mr. Plow. That name again is Mr. Mr. Plow. <laughs> yes. Maybe he's Plow King. Maybe. <laughs> you are fully insured, aren't you? <laughs> you know, the commercial. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I don't think these guys are insured. Um, I did, I, one thing I would like to say, though, I didn't really... I really like the where they've decided to set this film. Yeah, so it's different. Different. Mm. You know what was a really eerie shot? Like, the fact that because there's just ra- uh, snow everywhere. Yeah. Their cemetery is just covered in it. It's yeah. snow, and So yeah. they're, they're trying to have a funeral and that's there's, just, there's just snow everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was really... Yeah, that is true, actually. I yeah. really that's liked something that. that I wouldn't have... I've never seen in no, the film before. me yeah. either. Yeah. And I just... I thought that was really nicely handled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. Okay, one good thing. Mm-hmm. One good thing. But yeah, I like Liam Neeson, but... Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with this one. Um, it's going to be out next year on the 7th of February. Mm. 
Okay, last trailer. Fulia's trailer. <laughs> what is it, Fulia? Tell people. Tell it's the people. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Yay! <laughs> I'm a big kid at heart, and you I love are. animations. Yes. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this. Yeah. This is the <laughs> third film. This yes, the third installment to the How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. Toothless Return. Toothless Return. So cute. Yes. Uh, I love that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> such, it's got such a personality. Yeah, it seems to. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, I can't. I can't remember if I've actually seen the second one. I know I definitely seen the first one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen the second one. Um, but this one looks in very intriguing because of the fact that there is now a second Night Fury dragon, and it's white. I'm just really glad I know what Night Fury is now because there's a DVD at work and there's like they made like a TV movie called Gift of the Night Fury and now I'm like oh I know what that means it's the type of dragon yes. he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I'm not I'm not as much of a kid at, at heart as is, but <laughs> See, I'm on the opposite end of you guys with your horror. Yes, <laughs> I'm true. in the kiddie film section. Yeah, <laughs> I love you know I love kid films uh, as well. Um, I have to say, and this is probably just coming from somebody who hasn't seen the first two films. Mm. Uh, this trailer did absolutely nothing for me. Um, I have to say, it was beautiful to look at. Mm. It was very pretty. There was some gorgeous shots of animation. Mm. Yeah. That like sort of opening shot. I don't know what, what it is, but it's almost like a waterfall. It was a big crater in the yeah, water. Yeah, I think that's During, the hidden world. It's just yeah. really beautiful. Mm. Um, the trailer, I don't know, based on what you all know about the franchise, but this trailer also seemed to show a lot. Um, it seemed to really no, want, it did. want to tell the whole story. Yeah, I literally, it sort of did. I literally was thinking, right, right at the that last little stinger at the end of the trailer that was funny, with the little joke that was funny, mm. I was thinking to myself, Oh, I don't need to see the movie now. Yeah. I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, it mm. feels that way. Um, mm. I don't know the characters, so when, you know, there were people or, yeah. or creatures being reunited, that didn't trigger any emotion in me because I didn't know who they yeah, were. Yeah, I think they so, assume a lot of prior yeah. knowledge. Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, and look, it, admittedly, to some degree, why wouldn't they? The first yeah. film was huge. Yeah, um, yeah. And, it like, was, you yeah. know, I, like, I know of the films and I yeah, could recognise the characters. Well, not yeah. know them by names, but I could recognise the char- most of the characters if I see them. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this didn't. Admittedly, though, this also didn't make me particularly want to go and see it either. It didn't make me say, ooh, I should go and visit this franchise. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sounding extraordinarily cynical about this one. That's okay. Uh, but it's just, I, the trailer just didn't grow yeah. me in. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of... I'm kind of similar to you but like I was, I had a smile on my face the whole time yeah it was cute you know it was cute it was beautiful it was really pretty yeah. to look at and these characters you know obviously are, you know really yeah. really yeah. cool and, and they look like they're a lot of fun and I, I've had a lot of people tell me to watch these films for mm. a while and I just haven't gotten around to it because yeah. for some reason I always seem to put animated films on the back burner in terms mm. of my priorities of things to watch which is a shame because there are a lot of really good especially the, you know the Pixar films mm. for example are fantastic like, yeah. yeah like I still haven't seen Coco or Moana um, I will lend them to you <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> should do it but um but yeah but Fulia you're, you're excited yes yeah. I'm definitely excited That's I will good. definitely go and see it in Yay. cinema when it comes out oh okay very yeah. much looking forward to it excellent so. <laughs> excellent would you like to know when that is yes please <laughs> The 3rd of January. Yay! Right after New Year's. It's like Yay. two months away. Yeah. Yeah. It will Happy fly. New Year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will fly. You can go see it with all the kids in their beds. <laughs> I'll see it at night time when all the kids aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the, do the nine. Loophole. The nine. <laughs> 
<laughs> a 9.30 session. Yeah. <laughs> That's if they have a 9.30 session. Oh, well, no. yeah, true. They don't really tend to do the late ones for the, the no. kitty films. The kitty films, but that's okay. Um, all right, so that's Trailer Park, which yes. means now it's time for some I'm going to stress quickie reviews because <laughs> we haven't got to popcorn culture yet and it's near, we've been doing over 70 minutes. But that's fine because it's been a pretty good episode yes, so far, has. if I do say so myself. Yes. Um, and I will continue to say so myself because I'm going to talk about First Man for a, a minute or two. Quickie review. Yes. Um, okay, so for those who aren't aware, First Man is um, basically the Neil Armstrong biopic um, starring Ryan Gosling, <laughs> directed by Damien Chazelle, mm-hmm. who directed La La Land um, and Whiplash. Um, and this is his third feature he's done, and it's his first time doing a biopic, and his first time doing a non-music-orientated music kind of... Although he finds a way to incorporate music into the film in a really interesting way or lack there of it because the movie opens with a scene of Neil mid-flight like not in space but like flying like through you know through the sky really you know all the way high up you know he kind of breaches the atmosphere for a second and goes into space and then comes back down but you feel the tension and the anxiety and you you hear every single shake and jerk of the ship and you hear him breathing. He's freaking out. Like, you know, he doesn't show it when he lands and he's fine. Because, you know, it's incredible because we know he survives. Mm. We know because he made it to the moon and back and, you know, and lived out a full life. But you're like, what the fuck is happening is this gonna mm. crash is this gonna he's gonna blow up like there's so many times he nearly died yeah. like in preparation like men did die yeah, yeah like you know i some you know not everyone's aware like you know yeah. the, tr- the troubles of uh nasa's space program in the early years after mm. you know kennedy promised we'd get the americans would get to the moon mm. you know beat the russians and all that and the russians kind of beat america in every single step yeah you know um, they were one step ahead every time, but you know, then obviously America got to the moon first. But so you see that struggle as well, um, and you know, you get to know some of the astronauts. Australia's Jason Clark plays um, Ed White, who was one of the astronauts that perished in the Apollo One disaster. Okay. Um, for those who don't know about that, that was a um, uh, they were testing uh, the spacecraft, like uh, some kind of test run like launch mm. procedure mm. test they weren't actually going to launch i don't think i think they were just kind of running through something to do with the test and then yeah uh, there was a spark in in the in the cabin oh and gosh. there was oxygen and mm. it caught fire and yeah yeah very very sad uh the three men that lost their lives uh, that was in 1967 um yeah and so that happens in the movie and you know if you don't know it's very the mm. way they filmed it it's like it's very sudden the way it happens mm. and it's like well, you know, and then, you know, you see Neil get the phone call. He's lost three of his friends, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's just, yeah. But it's, it is a really well done film and it looks like it's, it looks like it's shot on like an old school, you know, like a camera from that time. With film. Yeah. With film. Like wow. it really does. It has that feel of like you're watching home movies. Like it's got this really interesting filter on it wow. yeah. um, that I found really interesting. And just the way some of the shots, a lot of the shots, uh, there's a lot of close-ups and like awkward kind of like framings. Like that makes it look like yeah. it's, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not like your, your big budget, like, you know big scenic big like it's very intimate kind of yeah so is it almost like 
inviting you as the audience member to be in the room with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. 110%. Yeah. And there's scenes where, you know, you're in, you're in the cockpit of, you know, these spaceships, um, you know, the, these rockets, and it's first-person perspective. Mm. Like, you're in Neil's... You're seeing with his eyes and a few of these scenes, and it's mm. it's powerful. Mm. It's really well done. I mean, I, I it wasn't exactly what I was expecting because I'm a huge fan of space. Yeah. Uh, Apollo thirteen mm. is up there, one of my favorite movies ever. Same with Contact, and you know anything to do with that the, the space program and stuff. I love it. Um, so it wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but it was still a good movie. So yeah, yeah. score out of five. Ooh, a score out of five. Yeah. Uh, probably three and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. three and a half. That's pretty so, easy, a, yeah. a li- so a, a good movie maybe didn't quite meet expectations, but good nonetheless? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I definitely appreciate the artistry that went into the film. Yeah. For sure. But for my for per- personal, I was expecting a different kind of film than what it was. Okay. But it was still a good movie. Okay. And okay. I, would, I would recommend people go... See it, and Claire Foy is um, from The Crown, is in it as well. She's okay. she's um, Janet um, Armstrong, yeah, right? Neil's wife, and she she kills <coughs> it. and she kills it. Yeah, absolutely kills it. So yeah, good stuff. That was. I'm sorry that was longer than like two minutes, but no, that was, I ha- it was I a great a review. It was a, great. Thank yes. you. I had a lot to say. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Um, One other little quickie review. We have another little quickie review. <laughs> And I'll be as quick as possible. Okay. Um, I watched the Marlon Wayans Netflix film, Naked. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It's very funny. Yeah. I mean, I say it's very funny. It probably doesn't meet my comedic expectations. Okay. Um, but it's a rom-com with a bit of a difference. Okay. It's almost, So it starts off with Marlon's character. He's a teacher at a school. Um, and you see the class, the students really, you know, they really, they have this really good connection, um, with each other and it looks like he was, he, it looks like he's like the, the actual teacher, mm-hmm. but you find out later on that he's just a substitute. Okay. So he's, he's not working as much. Um, his wife is, oh, actually no, his fiance is, um, I can't remember what her job was, but it's a very high status job. Okay. And her father has opinions about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big opinions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just going straight into what the gist of this movie is, it's literally the day of his wedding. Mm. Uh, he's in, and his uh, fiance's wedding. And it's like an hour or two before the actual ceremony begins. Mm. Okay. The night before, him and his best man have a drink. <laughs> I say a drink because the next morning, you, you, there's a, the scene opens up. He's in an elevator, naked. <laughs> Just lying on the floor of this elevator, naked. Wow. And he wakes up, he realizes, oh my god, I'm nude. Doors open because the, the doors of the elevator was actually stuck. Mm-hmm. So they had to get someone to fix it to open the doors. <laughs> wow. People were in front of the elevator wondering what the hell was going on. Because uh, I didn't realize there was someone in there. He wakes up and he's all of a sudden, you know, freaked out. Doors open. Everyone's staring at him and he's just like, oh, crap. Mm. Covers the balls. <laughs> 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 and so 
all it is is he has to play out he has to try and get to the wedding yeah. within that hour okay but the problem is because he has nothing on him like literally mm-hmm. he goes through so many different problems he gets beat down or he gets taken out by security or he has to run through a marathon <laughs> the problem is every time he thinks he's ready to go through with the wedding all of a sudden it repeats the hour. So it goes back to the elevator naked. So is it like Groundhog Day, but by, on an hourly basis? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh. Yes. What was in this drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how or why the, this actually happened. Yeah. But he's literally living out the same hour over and over again until... He knows that he is ready to get married. Right. Wow. Okay. okay. That's so, the whole movie. So basically, it's The Hangover <laughs> and Groundhog Day. Yeah. Mesh together. Mesh together. But he's reliving the same hour yeah. before the ceremony yeah. of the wedding. Yeah, this yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. interesting. That yeah. is really interesting. I'm not calling it rocket science, but it sounds interesting. It's, I'm it's, definitely intrigued. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I won't say anything else. Okay. Um, just because we're running out of time. So I would say. About a three out of five. Yeah. Okay. It's it's funny, but it's sort of not really. Yeah. Um, and it's got some good romantic sort of elements to it. Cool. Yeah. So Excellent. Definitely one to at least have a watch once. Okay. Excellent. So that's on Netflix. Yes, it is. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> and that's my review. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Fulia. That was awesome. I didn't actually realize that's what that was about. Yes. Because <laughs> I'd see it pop up on Netflix saying, yeah. you know. Yeah, because I've seen the trailer of it and yeah. I got intrigued, but I wasn't as intrigued to watch it as soon as it came out mm-hmm. um, until I binge watched like two seasons of his show, The Marlin. Yeah. <laughs> on Netflix. I figured that's why you watched it. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> Let me go and watch that film now. And yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Cool. Excellent. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. It's popcorn culture time. (laughs) (laughs) Popcorn culture. (laughs) Popcorn culture. Okay. All right. So last week we asked you guys, what film did you watch on repeat as a child? Yes. Growing up. Yes. Wayne. Yes. Go. Tell us. Yeah. Gut reactions. Well, there were a few films that I had on repeat. So um, I'm a little bit older than you all. <laughs> <laughs> only a little bit. Uh, only, only a little bit. Shh. This just puts it into, into context. And, uh, you know, we didn't do trips to, to the video store when I was a kid. So the movies that we had were taped off the TV on good old VHS. And so, you know, you at least got to pick which movies you really liked because you only had a small collection to go through. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, and I think it dictates the taste that I have now. Yeah. Uh, that the movies that I would watch a lot. I remember watching Jaws a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Watching Superman from 78. Yeah. A lot. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, mm-hmm. No surprises there, but mm-hmm. loving it. One and two, actually. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm also thinking about like the more sort of films that were particularly aimed at kids. Yes, Superman was. Uh, the Goonies was on my list. Yes. So I think The Goonies was watched a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, and, mm-hmm. and and loved it. I loved Corey Feldman as Mouth. Oh, um, I, I know. Loved him so much. <laughs> he 
Um, I loved Martha Plimpton as oh, Steph. Yeah. Uh, that attitude, that mm. sarcasm, even then yeah. I loved it. Um, but I have to say, I wanted to be Andy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, had a crush on Brand. Brand, <laughs> um, yeah. Brand wear braces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That movie like just ticks all the boxes for yeah. me, and it's still yeah. one of my all-time favorite films. Me too. I have to say, as an adult, I got to appreciate Chunk a lot more because I didn't think much of him as a kid. Me too. Like liked him, like fine, but you know, I yeah. prefer the, the cooler kids yeah. out, of the, out of the Goonies for sure. Um, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, and that's great. I watched um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom a lot. It was the Indiana Jones film I had on tape, so that one I watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. So even now, it's actually still my favorite. Indiana really? Jones films. I know that it's generally of the original trilogy, considered the weakest. Yeah, it's uh, actually my favorite. It's okay. That's <laughs> good. Just because I watched it um, at nauseam as a kid, but yeah, the look, the usual suspects for a, for an eighties uh, pop culture nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like tick the boss, tick the boxes there. Excellent, yeah, good yeah. choices. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm just gonna segue off the back of you because yeah. I'm pretty gonna, I'm pretty much gonna have a lot of the same yeah. kind of answers okay. for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. I mean, for anyone who's watched my last episode of Collectible Chaos, I was gonna ask, yeah. are you getting a lot of these? Yeah, yeah. my yeah. So my um, that yeah, top ten uh, childhood movies. A lot of those I I did watch mm. ad nauseum on repeat over and over again. The Goonies, yes, definitely. Mm. Um, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom is definitely my least favorite, mm. mostly because Kalima scared it's, the shit out of me. It is really dark. Yeah. It's so dark. Well, you know this, how that's the film that brought in the, the reason America has their PG-13 rating. Yes, mm. I actually read about it recently. Yeah, yeah, that it, yeah. Was, it was the reason because it was P it was PG yeah. at the time. Yeah, and that's the reason they changed their rating system. Yeah, and Spielberg um, suggested PG thirteen. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you, Stephen. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that used to scare. I mean, I used to watch it a lot as well because mm. you know you don't have. It's like you know it's all yeah. on VHS. You don't yeah. have a lot mm. to really you know choose from um, like you do now. Um, but I think my. F- like you know, like I said in the, the in the episode of Collective mm. Chaos, Last Crusade was the it's one. A lot of fun. I, yeah, yeah, it's the one I watched over and over. Yeah. Um, even though Raiders is my favorite. Um, Raiders is good. It's, yeah, it's the one that I didn't have access to as a child, so I only saw it as Same. an adult. Same. And I rewatched it a few months ago. Mm. It is still, like I can as it's an adult great, almost watching it fresh. It's I a great really movie. Like it. it's, it's a great film. It's a very good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else for me? Uh, of course, Star Wars. Mm. You know the original trilogy. Yeah. Watched them a lot, especially Return of the Jedi. For some reason, I think that was actually the first film I saw. Return of the Jedi was the only one I had on VHS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we live in the same house? I think so. We've been parallel lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, gosh, let's see. What else would there have been? Um, oh God. I can't even think. I mean, anything Robin Williams, like I said, mm. I've said in the episode, yeah. Cable Chaos as well, mm. um, particularly Hook and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. They were the two. They were on rotation for me mm. when I was a kid. Um, and Jack. Does anyone know Jack? I do know Jack. Okay. So I love that movie. It's not an amazing film, but I love it. I've only seen it once. Uh, I've, uh, I've, yeah, I've seen it like 20 times. Do you know it? Yeah, okay. I've, Okay, so it's a Robin Williams movie. It uh, came out in like the mid to late 90s. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola mm-hmm. directed it. Um, and it's basically about a, a kid who um, is 
aging faster than, oh yes so yes. so his his internal clock is like you know he's t- he's 10 but he looks 40 yep that's yep. that's yeah so basically he's playing a big kid uh so it's sort of yeah that it's must a, have been fun for him it looked like it was a <laughs> lot of fun so much fun but yeah, i loved i loved that movie um as well and then yeah you know and then of course harry potter um you know getting into <laughs> oh, yeah. the early teen years as well yep, yep. definitely um and yeah, and then I guess because I'm, you know, I'm me, I can't not do this topic and not talk about Michael Jackson's Moonwalker movie <laughs> because hot damn, did that always get rented at my, lo- <laughs> my local video land? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, yeah, I, I love that, love that movie growing up. That was just so fascinating just to sit there and just watch it. Like, you know, in the mid 90s, it was made in 88. Mm. And it, so it was only a few years old at that point, but just being completely drawn in and fascinated by what he was doing like he you know the stories he was trying to tell and like you know showing off his career and achievements and being proud of that and stuff and it's just really nice um but yeah that's probably me there's probably others that i've forgotten but those are the main ones i think fulia cool i had i didn't have very many um but they were all animated (laughs) (laughs) go figure um the first one is um a really interesting take on Thumbelina. Remember oh, the story of Thumbelina? Yeah. yeah. The, did you see the Don Bluth film? I'm not sure who was, that was the one. Because the one that I had was on a VHS and it, it was the one film that I would always watch. Okay. And it really just intrigued me. It had a talking bird <laughs> and Thumbelina and her mother would always be... Uh, Was it that one? No, no, different Thumbelina. Oh, so not Don Bluth. Not Don Bluth Thumbelina. No, no, okay. completely different. Right, right, right. Um, and yeah, it's just the you know she's she's born out of a flower. Mm. She is, yeah. and um, the mother is always so very overprotective of her because she's so small. Yeah. yeah. And then this blue blue bird decides to come in and take her for, for a little fly around yeah. around the garden, and then she I don't know somehow falls off, gets lost. Mm. Um, a toad decides to steal her and kidnap her away. Why not? To become his wife yeah. or queen. Uh, and then, yeah, she... I think I think she finds that her... That one? Way. I think so. Okay. I'm just showing I'm for pretty pictures sure of... it's that one. Okay, that's from 1992, this one. Yeah, there you go. That's... Mm. The, yeah. It was the one... One of one of the one of my favorite um, animated films um, that has nothing to do with like Disney or yeah, any of the big, big, yeah. big names. <laughs> uh, another one was um, Robin Hood. Yeah, my all-time favorite Robin Hood, the Disney. Oh, the Disney animated the Robin Disney Hood. Disney animated yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin that's... Hood and his merry. Oh Menagerie my goodness! My parents, yeah. my parents recorded that on VHS for me. And yeah. took out all of the ads. Bless. <laughs> and I think there was a point in the, f- like towards the end of the film where I didn't actually, I think it got recorded over. <laughs> so I never knew the last five minutes of the film. So you, do you to this day know how it ends? Yes, yes. Oh, good. I've got, I've got the Blu-ray now. So yeah, I was I've, say, I've seen it. I have it on DVD as well, actually. <laughs> this was one of mine I as a have, child as well. I yeah. have memorized the quotes of that film. Yeah. It is the best animated film I have ever seen as a child that was the one thing I had on repeat yeah. continuously that's so good and my parents will even vouch for me have you seen it 
Uh, I would have seen it as a kid, but yeah. not since it's the one with the fox. I know, yeah. no, I know, yeah. I don't know the one. And, and Prince Prince John. Mommy. Sucks his thumb and calls for mom and doesn't want to play. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, oh my that's god. So good. Yeah. So in that film, there's a scene where Maid Marianne, and I have to say, Maid Marianne as a vixen. Ooh. What? Yeah, female fox. People, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I mean by that. Um, oh, sorry. My yeah, bad. yeah. Um, is one of the most beautiful depictions of Marianne, yes. Maid Marianne I've ever seen. The way she is illustrated, the way she's performed, yes. is so beautiful. Like class. Like that is a classy and the, lady. And the innocence. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And there's a scene in the forest where she's dancing with the animals, and it's actually ripped straight. I think from Snow White. You know, Disney use a lot of the they same. Did, yeah. So there's a dance sequence from Snow White, and they just use the exact same stuff for, right. for, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for it. But so it's beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is. That, that was one actually for yeah. me as well. For you. Yeah, and um, I knew you all talking about it would refresh on the memories <laughs> of what I what I've been watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, another one is um, Pocahontas. Surprisingly, oh, I absolutely love Pocahontas. No, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that was one mm. of my other favorite. Um, Favorite films yeah. of my childhood. Yeah, well, I always have that on repeat as well. I was gonna say, if I had to talk about animated films, it'd be Aladdin for me on yeah. repeat that that I watched, and Return of Jafar. Those two, I would, yeah. I would watch over and over again. So well. those two films, are ones that I actually just took on as an adult. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. I don't have that, you know, childhood nostalgia to it. I can appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, Pocahontas. I was drawn to as much. Oh, no, I Aladdin, love- though, when I saw it, and I saw it not that long ago for the very first time. Oh, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, it's been, it was that long. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I saw this and was just laughing all the way through it's it. So yeah, great. I it's just good. thought it was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. And I had that moment where I, where I went, why has it taken me so long to watch this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and they're, they're my... Some really good picks. Yeah, they're, they're all animated, but they're the they're the ones that I grew up on. Great choices. So, yeah. No, very good choices. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I do love it though when you, knowing us, you know, knowing one another now, mm. the childhood film says a lot about what we actually appreciate as adults. Definitely yeah. does. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, kind yeah. of like you know, mm-hmm. fully with your animation, Kendall and I. A lot of similar sort of films, and we still today like similar yeah, movies as well. I know. Yeah, so it's interesting. really interesting. Yeah. Like, did we grow up in the same house? I think so. <laughs> Parallel universes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. So that means it's time for your answers now, yeah, everybody. Um, starting with, we have three from Instagram. I think wow. that's a record. That is a record for Fred. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Starting okay. with the, <laughs> starting with the, the human being known as Human Echo. Um, they say Terminator 2 so many times. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I remember when Terminator 2 was first coming out and we were just flabbergasted by the technology and the the visual effects oh yeah 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 never i don't know like how because it was 90 90 no 90 91 yeah no yeah i think it was 91 yeah Yeah. so i was three yeah i wasn't watching that yeah see i was um we were three yeah yeah i you know had seen the original terminator and loved it yeah and then this you know australian tv programs were talking about this film that was coming out so i don't know if you remember there was a tv show called beyond 2000 
oh, on TV at the time. I remember that show. Yeah. And so they would talk about all the stuff, what life would be like after the year 2000. Yeah. And of course, back in the day, when you're a child, you don't really have such a huge concept of time. <laughs> that no. seems like future, future. Oh, yeah. Um, but they were talking about Terminator, the type of technology in Terminator 2 used, how that would be common in films. I remember it and I actually have the segment somewhere on VHS still. Oh my because God. Because we're just like, we. this is a film we want to see. So you would just tape everything about re- movies yeah. coming up. Yeah. yeah. And they showed, um, you know, the T-1000 going through the bars. Yeah. Just like, that's, oh, like wow. the, that's like the iconic it's the money shot. Eff- effects image yeah. from that film. It is the it's, money shot. Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about how, you know, transition that lasted a few seconds how much work and money it costs because mm. it was revolutionary it what was. James Cameron did. Yeah. So definitely when that came out, that was watched a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, me yeah. as well. Yeah, Ooh, good choice, Simon Echo. I didn't watch. I didn't watch it sadly until I was well into my teens. Yeah, because of you know, of course, the the, vi- the violence. Yeah, the um, thing. Yeah, it's, a it's heavy, and it's heavy. heavy as it well. It is. Well, it's talking about Armageddon. Oh yeah, that sequence when you know Sarah oh, Connor is in the playground and that's that actually scares me. Mm. Like. Mostly, not just because, like, I hate skeletons and, you know, you see her, she gets blown off yeah. and her skeletons. And it's, yeah, that's unsettling for me. But mostly just because, like, this is a bit too real. Yeah, I now. think so too, yeah. And especially because that was coming out of the end of the Cold War mm-hmm. when this movie was made. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been yeah. very fresh for those people. But, yeah, I, but it's a fantastic film. And, you know, I'll be back is like, yeah. yeah. Hasta la vista. And hasta la, la vista. He's in that one, yes. Yeah, as well. I will say, though, that film has one of, like, a blooper in it that really annoys me because it is so obvious that you go, how did nobody tell James Cameron? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What? It is, it's a great line, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just not factual. So in the scene, Sarah Connor, like, attacks when she's escaping from the asylum. Mm. She, like, cracks this guy's like leg or whatever or bones yeah and she goes the human body has da 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 bones that's one but she doesn't say 206 she says something like 216 bones yeah yeah she gets the number she gets the number wrong and I'm like that's in the script how does nobody tell you yeah so that really annoys me no fair enough annoys me that would annoy (laughs) it just sticks it's like you know yeah well when you know and you know that it's wrong it's like it's just gonna bother you yeah it's a common thing you know yeah yeah you know it's it's not like uh, it's not the boom mic sticking out in the top corner no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that you might have missed. missed yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it's factual a, thing yeah. that everybody knows. It's pretty bad, it, which is a shame because it is such a great line. It's a badass line. It is a You've badass got line. Two hundred and six bones in your body. That's one. I love how yeah. badass she is. Though. Yeah, it's great. Fully, have you seen Terminator Two? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Right over my head. Not scary though. You could watch it. You could. It's not a fan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> child. Yes. Really? There's a child in that movie. There is. Yeah. yeah. He says the word fuck. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, All right. Next. Thank you, Human Echo. Thank you, Human Echo. Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Bethany. She says Chicago and interview with the vampire. We're talking months of sitting in front of the TV at 4 p.m. after school every day, playing the exact same thing over and over again. Wow. These films say a lot about Bethany, who likes musical theater and who loves vampires. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not surprised at all. Um, Interview with the vampire. I um, didn't. I actually saw Queen of the Damned first. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> it's okay. I can appreciate it for what it is, but I just if I if I don't think about the books and what how good it could have been, then I it's fine. Um, but um, no, but yeah, Interview the Vampire I didn't see until I was a bit older. Yeah. Um, Fully, I assume you haven't seen Interview the Vampire. Yeah, so I actually really did a quick I did a quick review on it actually. Did you? Uh, yeah, re- uh, a few weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, it's. I have to go back and find it. It is campy as. Oh, it is. It is. Um, So you can. This is the thing. Once you accept that it's campy, Mm. um, and I think I wrote my review like you know, is it Neil Jordan who directed it? Yes, yes. Yeah. So like he's directing this film with the subtlety of a daytime soap opera. Yeah. So once you accept that, (laughs) you can have so much fun. Just enjoy it. Like, and it isn't. This is the thing with. Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned. Mm. You can have fun with Interview with the Vampire. I remember Queen of the, ba- the Damned just being a bit of a lousy affair. I don't remember it too yeah, well. I, lo- I loved it, but I, I, just, I don't know. It just... I, I, I was in like early high school when that yeah. came out and I watched it. You were impressionable. I was very impressionable. <laughs> yeah. And I love vampires. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a big fan of Aaliyah. Yes. Um, the ac- uh, actress and singer passed away who played Akasha. Mm. Um, so I was like, I love Love this, but then I saw uh, Interview the Vampire, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good yeah. as well." Like, yeah, probably, it's definitely a better movie. I think so. Yeah, mm. I'd, I'd watch Queen of the Damned again though, just to yeah. be refreshed with. I watch yeah, I watch that like once a year. I love it. Oh, okay, wow. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I just it's just yeah, it just speaks to me for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I have to say, Chicago. Uh, I think uh, if I had to rank my all-time favorite musicals, mm. Chicago would be in my top five easy. Ooh. Yeah. I've only it. seen it once. I love it. Fully, have you seen Chicago? No. Yeah, so it's a great film. I actually watched it uh, on when I was uh, holidaying to Malta, and it was an in-flight movie. Mm. Uh, in-flight movie, like it's 1965, <laughs> and they only show one. It was an option on the airplane to watch. <laughs> and... <laughs> You didn't even skip a beat there. Just like, I need to acknowledge a thing I just said. Yeah, I, I, I heard myself. I know what I said. Um, but yes, it was an in-flight movie. Option. And I just remember, I just loved it. Uh, it was, it's this vibrant piece of film that is just beautifully made the music is amazing this is when i fell in love with Catherine zeta jones oh, and yeah. i've been in love with her ever since i can totally understand that. Yeah. yeah so um yeah so fully it's essentially yeah it's essentially this woman called roxy hart mm-hmm. who's played by renee zellweger yeah um you know she, she wants to be this famous person she ends up killing uh, the man she's having an affair with mm. and goes to prison for it. Okay. And she's does this whole defense that it was all in self-defense. The problem is that in the same prison, this huge star named Velma played by Catherine Zeta Jones is also, is, you know, she's high profile and she's trying to get out of prison saying that she blacked out and didn't remember and, you know, Roxy's trying to overshadow Velma and suddenly everyone cares about Roxy and not Velma and there's this sort of rivalry and it's just beautiful. And it's set back in the day. So it's set in the era that you love, which is like the 20s, I think 20s, it's set. 20s, 30s, yeah. 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 Uh, it's gorgeous. Richard Gere is in it. Um, is it, it really has well. it got some sort of like cabaret? It's got that type of feel because cab- as in cabaret the musical you mean or the style? 
In the style. Yeah. Oh. Isn't um, All That Jazz in that? Yes, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. And Soul Block Tango, which is like the signature. That thing. is that, yeah, that is that the is song. That is absolutely incredible. I only know, I only know for All That Jazz because in high school, um, in our um, choir, there, were all, there was a solo performance um, that, pl- that sang mm. All That Jazz. Yeah. yeah, it's great. But it's just got so many great... Um, show tunes like there's a brilliant one called um, We Both Reach for the Gun it's just this high speed song all about media manipulation and things yeah. like that it's yeah it's a stellar musical like I absolutely love it and I can see why Bethany loves it too yeah excellent yeah. thank you Bethany thanks Bethany good choices Beth definitely um, Matthew Keating yes hey Matthew Matthew One- Keating a wonderful young actor said that his film was The Green Mile that's an interesting one to watch on repeat because that's a sad film. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is really sad. It's yeah. an amazing film, mm. but it's sad. Yeah. I ball. Like, I sob. I'm literally, me at the end, and he's like, take my hand, boss. I'm like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is that scene where you know how you've got that jerk um, prison guard. Oh, I hate him. Who, like, does the, who does the whole procedure for the chair and doesn't put the sponge <gasps> and fries in. Oh. Like, really, yeah. That's a disturbing hate, scene. Yeah. That is such a disturbing scene. Yeah. How did he watch it as a kid? That's <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he did see it as a kid or maybe more as a teenager. Maybe. But in saying that, look, you know, Matthew's an actor and I think it's a film that maybe... It's probably the reason why he wants, why he's been an actor, maybe because it is so Good. beautifully made and so well performed. There's some incredible yeah. performances in that and, film, you know, and a film like that that is really performance driven mm. uh, would inspire you to perform, mm. be a performer too. You'd be like, I want to do that, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Look, it, it is. says me who grew up on, on Jaws and Piranha. Wow, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. But no, that's a no, that's a really interesting choice. Yeah. I, I like it. Thanks, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have some Facebook responses. Yo. Starting with Ash Hall. Hello, Hello Ash. Ash. We miss you, buddy. We miss you. You're the best around. Um, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm touching Ken. <laughs> She, a moment. she took me to my happy place. Oh, <laughs> you're a Karate Kid fan. It is like only one of the greatest montages in cinema Isn't history. It? Isn't it? And how did neither of us say this on our list earlier? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sweep the leg. Oh, sweep the leg, Johnny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sorry. I just listened to a gosh. podcast that talked about Karate Kid, oh, so I'm like gosh. fresh. I know. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I just completely ruined that. You um, did not ruin anything. <laughs> we could talk about this film forever. <laughs> no, we, we, we shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> we could. Off mic. Off, off mic. mic. We'll off talk mic. about off it. Mic. We'll have a discussion. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. By Ash. the way, Fulia, have you seen the Karate Kid? Uh, only the... The more recent one. Oh, the, the um, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith one? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I've never seen that one. Don't. It's actually not that bad. Yes, it is. So the whole time I watched that film, in my head I was like, oh, this is that bit in the original when this happened. This is Like, I literally do, yeah. kept doing it. I'm like, why aren't I just watching the original? Anyway. I have I have seen another karate-related um, film as a child that I would also watch on repeat, but I've forgotten the name of it, and it's with these three kids that do... That play baseball, 
but then go over to Japan, so, uh, sorry, Japan and do karate competitions. Is it called Three Ninjas? It's not Three Ninjas, is it? That's the only I one I can remember. think of. That was literally the only one I can yeah. Anyway, we're getting way off yes. base. Yes. Sorry, sorry, anyway. sorry. Don't mean to pull rank here, but <laughs> um, poor Ash is just sitting there going, can you read out my response? <laughs> um, I get the same way when you try to read out my response. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that, was a, that was a personal jab. It was. Wow. <laughs> a bit below the belt there, wasn't it? A little bit. Kendall, you've got next week off. I don't Sorry. think Fully is going to let you back in. <laughs> Feel free to save mine until last next week. Okay, okay. Ash says... I had so many, but the ones I remember were the first three American Pie movies. Oh, and the South Park movie. I'm so not surprised those are his choices. Yeah, based on... Based on how we know Ash. Yeah, who yeah. you are as a human being. Yeah. And your sense of humor. Yeah, um, definitely. But good movies. South Park movie, I remember, again, when I first watched it, I actually didn't like it. I, I was a fan of the show, but didn't like the movie. Yeah. I watched... Um, it was on TV not too long ago, and I caught snippets of it. Mm. And I was like... No, no, this movie's good. It like I was getting, I was getting it. You know what I mean? Uh, and the first three American Pie movies, sure. That first one, I, oh my gosh. the first one's a classic. Yeah. In like, terms of you know your your coming of age mm. comedy films, American yeah. Pie is one of the best. It harkens back to like you know um, Porky's, Porky's and, and even Revenge of the Nerds to some defi- degree. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those, those types of films. Those yeah. for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, very good choices um yeah very very funny i haven't re-watched number two or three in a long time mm. i remember watching reunion in the cinema yeah because it was such a big deal when it happened yeah um and that was an all right film yeah reunion wasn't bad part two i remember first thing part two is actually good the second or third time around yeah because the first time around uh, you, you know you realize the filmmakers know how popular stifler was yeah. so he feels overused definitely. in the second one definitely but because sean william scott is just beautiful He's and he so does great. it so well he does you you accept stifler like you know being so in your face yeah part three is fine um it's it, look it's a good movie i saw it in the cinema actually when i was in malta i saw this so i saw oh, this overseas wow yeah because uh, they don't really have a film industry so everything's in English yeah. um, over there but I remember this the one scene Fully, have you seen the American Pie films? I'm not a fan of them oh okay well there's a film when you know um, Stifler discovers that the ring is in a certain deposit do you remember the scene? No. It's in dog shit. And oh. he's trying to hide it from oh, the yeah, in-laws. Right. And, you know, the mother-in-law-to-be is kind of like, oh, let me have this chocolate. He goes, no, it's me. And he goes and puts it in his but mouth. That's right. And it's yeah. all over his teeth. Yeah. And I was, you know, watched it with my brother and I broke my brother's hand. <laughs> Just squirming <laughs> and squealing. Uh, I can deal with a lot. That was yeah, no. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. that's, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. And it doesn't surprise me that you like that film too, Ash. No. <laughs> um, I really like the South Park movie, um, mostly because you know the the songs. Like, mm. You know, well, Carl's mom. <laughs> Carl's mom's a big fat bitch. She's a big fat bitch in the whole world. I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that whole and then, that whole thing. And then they go around the world, and it's sung in different yeah. languages. Yeah, yes. that's really great. Yeah. And, the, and the, when you know when she sings about you know blame Canada. Yes. The Terence and Philip and that whole thing. Yeah, it's really it's yeah it's funny. And fully is like I don't watch those those because it's crude humor it's 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 embarrassing humor it's this humor that i don't like she's just nodding her head because i'm rattling off things that i know about her i got you sweetie i got you and i'm not lying there's a song in there called uncle fucker 
Oh yeah, shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Yeah. You're a cocksucking ass looking Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker. Yes, it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. And that's where we censor it all out. <laughs> well, fool out. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm happy to be corrected, that song was nominated for an Oscar. It was. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. So anyone who says, oh, the Oscars, all these, you know, middle-aged white men snobs, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the Oscars alone. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Thank you, Ash. Thanks, Ash. Our next response comes from Christina Rogos. Hey, Christina. And she says, according to my sister, it was Sound of Music, which is probably true because I know all lyrics and dialogue. But my memories would say Mary Poppins. There you go. Oh, and hers was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang 1968. Which also has Dick Van Dyke in it. Mm. Oh, I love Dick Van Dyke. Nice, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I used to watch all three of those as well quite a bit um, when I was a kid. Which made when I actually went to in Germany, there's uh, the Neuschwanstein Castle is the castle that's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, okay. I actually went there and I was like, oh, it's the castle from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Mm. It's so exciting. Um, yeah, and bloody Julie, Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Like, what a better way to spend your childhood than yeah. just watching, yeah. watching the pros definitely. over and over yeah. and Mary over Poppins again. was definitely one of my favourite films as a kid as well. Yeah, I liked Mary Poppins, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Sound of Music was one of those films that I would watch up to a certain point and then not continue watching. Like, I'd only watch Me, it on TV. Yeah, actually, I think I remember that as well. I think I'm having... I'm actually just right now remembering things. Yeah. Um, because, you know... It gets to a certain point, and then obviously the narrative goes a bit darker because yeah. of the time period yeah. and what they're dealing with, um, which is so fucking awful. Mm. Um, but um, but yeah, I think I do remember watching it to a certain uh, yeah. point, and then not Me being too. and going, oh, now this is boring because I'm eight and I don't understand. Yeah, what's happening. yeah. But I yeah. um yeah, not a few years ago I watched it top to tail, and I've just gone, this movie is gorgeous. It's so and good. I have to say, it's actually one of the films. Now that I sit through all of it, I enjoy it more every time I actually Me watch too. it. Me too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, and I don't know if this is still the case, because I read this, like, you know, in the 90s, mm. um, <laughs> that when, at least when that first came out, The Sound of Music, when it was shown in Germany, would end at the wedding they yeah. So they wouldn't show anything after that. Yeah, that does not so, surprise me. I mean, I think maybe now they would show the full thing. Yeah, they would, would prob- they would they would yeah. show the full thing now, but yeah, yeah for a but while. then yeah, so that was that was interesting. But it's a it's a it's a gorgeous film. Isn't it is. It? Yeah. And I think as an adult too, um now being, you know, I'm such a romantic. Yeah. I can so appreciate the love story yes. between Maria and, you know, Captain Von Trapp. And do you just want to spit every time you see the Baroness? Oh, I do. do. My God, shut up. Yeah. Like, no one else calls him that. Shut up. And uh, if it were up to me, every child should have play suits made out of curtains. It's just a thing. Yeah. yeah. They really should. It's fine. Yeah, especially if they're floral. Yeah. <laughs> but every little boy should be wearing Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. fine. No. Uh, chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I can't say that I've really seen much. Probably once as a kid. Yeah, me too. I, I do know that... I. And I say I know this because, you know, I'm, I'm there every Christmas. But uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, I think it's her favourite film. Really? I think it's a film that the that she would always put on for the kids. Oh, yeah, that's I remember cool. reading that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really nice film. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Thanks, Christina. Yeah, great yes. responses. They were really good. Yeah. Shelly Voltron. Shelly! <laughs> Hudson Hawk and The Mask. Okay. Yeah, the so, Mask with Jim Carrey, yes. clearly. Love it. And Love it. Yeah, fantastic, fun film. Like it so much, I don't bother with the sequel or anything like that. I've never <laughs> no seen point. it. Uh, what, what sequel? Yeah, what exactly. Sequel? Okay, exactly. <laughs> Does not exist. Not um, Hudson not Hawk, I believe, is a movie with... I'm looking it up right now. Oh, gosh. Mind blank. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I believe so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You're I've right. seen parts of it, but I didn't watch it in full. Oh, and Andy McDowell, James Coburn. Uh, a cat burglar is forced to steal Da Vinci works of art for a world domination plot. Ooh. Catch the excitement, catch the adventure, catch the hawk. <laughs> Bruce Willis in Hudson Hawk. Yeah, box office bomb and a critical disappointment. But <laughs> in saying that, when you're watching films as a kid, you don't care about that stuff. No. If the film appeals to you and entertains, that's why it. not? That's like it. That's exactly what it's there to do. Um, it doesn't surprise me The Mask was there. I think any child of the 90s. Oh, my God. It was so watching hilarious. The Mask. And again, yeah. you know, like that type of special effect was relatively new. And you match that with Jim Carrey and that beautiful performance. And well, just Jim Carrey himself is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. In what my he does. My name is Cuban Pete. <laughs> <laughs> what was the line? I, what, I don't I, know how it goes. I'm the king of the, the, the rumba, rumba beat. <laughs> when I shake my maracas, I go chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom. Yep. Throw back to Desi Arnaz, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say so, yeah. yeah. Lucy! Yes. <laughs> I love it how it just makes all the cops just start dancing with him. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's yeah, funny. it's such a fun film. Yeah, yeah. lots and lots of good fun. Good choice, Shelley. Very good choice. Shut the door. Shut the window. I don't care. <laughs> So funny because Fran Drescher uses a similar gag in The Nanny when she dates a French guy. Because oh. he would say, shut it or whatever it is. Shut the door. Shut the door. And she'd be like, wow, these French people really have an obsession with doors. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, at the end, uh, you know, she, they break it off. And he's like, but Fran, shut the door. And she's like, my pleasure. And slams the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then she cries into Mr. Sheffield's arms. Aww. Yeah. Go later, go later. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's good, good call, good call. Thanks, Shelley. Thank you, Shelley. Okay, then we have um, Carrie Hughes. Hey, Carrie. Who agrees with Fulia. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love her. Yes, everything Disney. Yes. Her response. Yes. Definitely. 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 Yeah. There's there's one um, that I do remember. It was a live action of Peter Pan. And I fell in love with the character with the actor that played Peter Pan. A live action. Oh, do you know Pan? No, no. No, is it called It was Pan? A, it was a little bit more oh, like, it was after it hang was after on. Pan. Are you oh. talking are you talking So not up Pan before that. You're oh. are you talking it's not a Disney one. You're talking about the one with um, Jason Isaacs as Hook, aren't you? Am I right or am I right? Uh, that one. That one. Yep. Oh, I yeah. fell in love with that, that as one. a kid. That's actually the one I, f- I was thinking about. I don't know yeah, why yeah. I gave a different title. Yeah, yeah. Jason Isaacs as, as you, you know who that is, yeah. Uh, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Was Captain Hook. Okay. Um, yeah, Jeremy Sumter was Peter Pan. Yeah, Jeremy. I fell in love with Jeremy when I saw that film mm-hmm. and I would watch it specifically for him. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I lo- actually, I think a lot of people were like, I remember this. there was this girl that I was like uh, in, in year 11 with, because when did it come out? Oh, 2003. Okay. But she was still 
like obsessed. Like she yeah. had like pictures of him on all her books. So that was stuff. what was that? That was two thousand three. I was about fifteen. Yeah, yeah. We, we would have been around fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never saw it actually. I it's meant I meant so to good. watch it, but I never watched well, it. I've seen it once, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. No, no, it's great. And I think that one was filmed in Queensland too, I believe. Oh, cool. Maybe I'm making that up, but I feel you like it was. It could be, but you might not be. Let's find out. Mm. Uh well it does say Australia as a country of it, yep, you're right. Village Road Show Studios, Gold Coast, Queensland. I'm usually right about these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just me. No. Um, <laughs> but I'm, more, Ke- I'm always right until I'm wrong. Kerry is right. Definitely a lot of the Disney films were definite right. favourites for a lot of us okay. as a child. Taking yes. childhood out of it, if we had to think about every single animated Disney film, and I'm just going to go to animated, that we've seen, what would you say would be your favourite or would be the best Disney animated Either The Lion King or Emperor's New Groove. Okay. For me... I have a soft spot for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the original feature film. It is a really good film. film. I mean, they they started strong. Yeah, they did. Um, (laughs) But I I really like that film. And I have to say Beauty and the Beast as well is up there. Lion King too. Oh, man. Okay. I don't think I can pick. I mean, my favorite's probably either Aladdin or The Little Mermaid. Yeah. But was Anastasia? Disney? No, that was a Don yes, Bluth one. A Don Bluth one, okay. Yeah, because I know that was one of your favorites. That's my yeah. favorite animated movie of all time. Yeah. Um, but it's sadly not a Disney one. Yeah. Um, no, but I, if I was thinking best, I w- I would have to throw The Lion King in there. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Ooh, and also um, Big Hero Six. Okay, you know I haven't Ooh, seen that one. It's really it's good. Really good. Yeah, I have actually seen Absolutely that. Absolutely <laughs> love that yeah. film. It's really good. Baymax. It's more of it's more of a recent within, yeah. within the last five ten years yeah. Disney film. Oh yeah, but it is so it is so really good. good. Well, you know what, Fulia, as somebody who loves animation like you do, that says a lot because you're comparing it to a back catalogue of you know almost a hundred years oh, yeah. of definitely. films definitely. and a recent one is like no this is one of their best this that's re- a lot really about the good. studio I mean uh, apart from uh, the because that one's not a musical one yeah if you were to maybe pick the musical Disney's yeah um, mm. I'd say Moana is actually pretty good yeah I mean I, I know say, a lot of people are probably sick of it Sick of hearing the same songs over and over again, like Frozen. Yeah, but, um, I don't yeah. mind Frozen actually. Frozen's, Frozen's fine. Frozen's all right. Now it's that it's sort movie. of come and gone, yeah. I can go back to it. I have oh, to say, they're making of, a sequel. I have to say that some of the <laughs> go for it. I have to say that some of the Disney films from back in the day, like the ballads, just oh, destroy yeah. my soul. Oh my god! No, no, no! I can't, I can't listen to freaking. Um, and I know I'm stealing this from a podcast I listen to, but it's true. The, fuck, you know, when hearing Angela Lansbury sing. You know, the, the Beauty and the Beast song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes me cry. Yeah. Like, it's it's not sad. It's just... But there's just something in the notes, yes. uh, the, in the, the melody of that song and yeah. the way she sings it's the, it. I think it's the it's the notes. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be a romantic song. Yeah, but it's... It, it makes me it makes me physically emotional yeah yeah, yeah. like it's really interesting and it goes and with ballads Disney ballads I find it's one way or the other they either are this beautiful touching 
songs or they're just so boring you're like hurry the f up <laughs> like yeah. I, i'm that way with disney to be honest that's true um but you know they do what they do really yeah. well yeah um, actually i think one i will say one thing for pocahontas colors of the wind amazing yeah i love it i love this one it's a really good song yeah. okay thanks carrie thank you carrie we have one final answer yeah mark james has said blazing saddles hey mark thanks for hilarious your film <laughs> i still haven't seen it yeah have you seen it for no, you? yeah i really really want to watch it because you know it's gene wilder yeah yeah. It's Mel Brooks. Like... Yeah, Richard Pryor co-wrote it. Did he? Yes. Oh, I didn't so know that. There's okay. a lot of. It's going to be a There's a lot of language in there that raises eyebrows. Oh yeah, there's a, you wouldn't be able to make that movie now no, because um, there, there is a lot of kind of racial, racist, race, yeah. racist. That's yeah. a word. Racial <laughs> stuff going yeah. on in that. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be able to make it today. I've only seen it once, okay. but I remember. So much, yeah. Thinking it was really funny. Yeah. I imagine that our mate Philip Hunting would like Blazing Saddles. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if Phil was here, he would be. Yeah. And I think I could speak for Phil. His answer would probably be the Star Wars trilogy for a Star Wars movie. Would be his answer to this. Yeah, I think Question. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he and he's always said he's like bed bed knobs and broomsticks too. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. So nice. Absolutely. But yeah, Blazing Saddles is definitely. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a a but as a kid though, like, is it how would that you would not watch it as a kid? Yeah. In saying that, I don't know how old Mark is. Mark is. He's, he's older than us. Okay, so he could have seen it as a kid or... Or a teenager. To give you an idea, again, as a child, I grew up watching Jaws, Towering Inferno. I, you know, right. you, you didn't shelter your kids from things yeah. um, no. in the 70s or 80s. No, no you didn't. You know? yeah. And again, like my sister is uh, a little bit younger than you, also mm. born in the ni- you know, 1990. Yeah. Mm. She grew up watching Jaws. Uh, this is why she loves horror movies. Yeah, okay. she yeah. saw her first Freddy movie, uh, Jason movie, in primary school. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we were very irresponsible older brothers. <laughs> As you should be. As yeah, yeah. We didn't show her everything, but just bits and. What was that Bruce there. Willis film with the I see dead people? Six Sense. Six Sense. That was my high school film that I had to review in year. I think it was like year nine or ten. And as a horror connoisseur, did you love it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to, and I had to do like an essay on it. Oh yeah, we all had movies to do in essay uh, in high school. So there yeah. were movies we were forced to had watch to on repeat. Had to analyze the film. Yeah, yeah, there were movies we were forced to watch on repeat in high school. Yeah, mine was that was mine was, that what's, was mine. what's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> oh, I've always wanted to watch that. I have to say, it's a great film. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's a beautiful film, okay. actually. Yeah, that that and Gattaca were the two films that oh, I had to freaking yeah, analyze. I remember not enjoying Gattaca. So I love Gattaca. I think I need to watch it as an adult. And yeah, I love Gattaca. Okay. As a teenager, we had to repeat watch it just so we can make you know make the friggin' notes that we needed to make for our analysis. Do you know what's hilarious? That this. Um, girl at work who's still in high school and she was working in, in the shop part-time and she was doing an essay on Gattaca and she said to me she goes oh have you seen Gattaca I go yeah but it's been a year or two it's like can you look over my essay this is before I went to I started going to uni so I really you know but I remember helping her with her essay and I said oh how does this sound and rah rah she goes yeah it's good but I think it's too good <laughs> to come from her so she's like sort of changed it up a little bit she's the sweetest girl she's such That's a nice great. girl and then afterwards how'd you go on your essay and she just has this huge smile she goes I got an A Yay. <laughs> and I was in my head I was like it's my first A <laughs> and from that moment I knew I wanted to be a teacher <laughs> alright 
great. great. Thank you, everybody, for your responses. Yes, they were amazing. They like, were very, great. very, oh, very good. We can talk about movies forever, can't we? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've done it for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to those who, that are still here. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, uh, next week's question. Since I'm not going to be here... I'm going to be responding to the question yeah. for, the first time ever. for the first time ever. Wow. I'm so excited. Use your hashtags. Yeah, I, <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. I will. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, going to wait for it. You know, I don't have the opportunity, but I'm, I would love to see if I could type, you know, and it's going to love. I was really good today. I was, you were. You know, with the popcorn I, culture question, I was going to troll you hard. I'm surprised I you did not. Didn't. Yeah, I did not. But it's yeah. good. It's very good. Good. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I have to, I've grown up now. I've got the contract to be here more frequently. Yeah. You know, uh, but as a guest, you can run away and just be like, oh, no, I'm not coming back for another month. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like I'm contractually obliged to be here at least yes. once a fortnight. Hopefully. Hope, touch wood. Yes. I would touch like wood. It. I'm still on probation. No. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We will see. Yeah. Okay. So the question. Yes. The question is uh, how do we phrase it? Um, if, if you, as a horror fan, were trying to introduce, you know, the genre of horror to someone who hates scary movies, what movie would you pick and why? Yeah. What is the best film to introduce somebody to the horror genre? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what yeah. is your recommended film? What would you recommend? Philia, I can't oh, wait to hear gosh. your gut reaction she just, on this one. She just gave me a look. <laughs> They're all aiming this at me because I'm the one hey, that doesn't like horror. We didn't. <laughs> We went, you, you were like, don't single. Because originally the question was, you know, hey guys, we should make fully watch horror yeah. movies. Yeah. What movies would you recommend? But yeah. then, but then, you know, she, we decided to be nice and make it a, just a generalization. And then she just decided to throw herself under the bus anyway. Yeah. No, because you were staring at me when you were saying the question. I, d- I glanced to you because I could see the daggers coming out of your eyes. Fulia, it yes. is perfectly fine. You singled yourself out on this um, podcast, and I promise not to single you out when I write the question online. (laughs) My fingers are crossed. This may not be visual, but God is my witness, even though I'm not really much of a believer, but he crossed his fingers. My fingers aren't crossed now. (laughs) They were crossed when he said it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a witness. Um, Okay. Yes. So... Yeah, horror movies because it's Halloween this yeah. week. So, so maybe pick your favorite horror film. Yeah, as a, as an introduction to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 or something that's you know light on the scares, or you know as fucking intense as you want it to be mm-hmm. on the scares. Who knows? You know, you, you want to just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, you know, um, see how you go. Use hashtag tell Fred so we can find all your responses mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. social media, and we'll have. Well, I won't. But these guys, or whoever is here, someone next week will (laughs) be having an awesome discussion. Yay. So, what's up with Fred, guys? So many things. Things. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is really exciting. So, this week, we've got two Fred Watch reviews out. So, written reviews. So, we've got a Halloween special. So, it is reviewing the franchise of The Hills Have Eyes. So four quickie film reviews and one comic book review all in one post. Yep. And I came across a brilliant cult classic that I'd heard about for ages and never seen but actually sat down to watch it called Assault on Precinct 13. I've heard of that. Yes. They remade that. They did remake it. I'd seen the remake years and years ago. Liked it Mm -hmm. but I've 
to be honest, I've forgotten all about it, mm-hmm. but I've seen the original John Carpenter oh, yeah, cult it was classic. Carpenter, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, great film. So oh, quick cool. review on that one as well. Awesome. Yeah, so you know, the from my mind of things, Fred Watch is coming out. We have, I think it's this week or next week, but in the coming weeks, a huge announcement in terms of the stage. Yeah. Yes. A long brewing huge yeah. announcement. Yeah. So we're trying to beat Fulia <laughs> in terms of reveals. I have been good. If we remember a podcast a few weeks ago. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It was more than a few weeks ago. Okay. She did she didn't spoil too much. No, no, no. It's fine. It, it's okay. Hey Fulia. How you going? And yeah, we're going to reveal the title very soon. <gasps> Yay! Yeah, so get excited every weeks. And because we'll be starting rehearsals, we'll get some behind the scenes shots and yes. things like that. So once yes. so in a few weeks the title's revealed and Full disclosure on what's going on, what we're doing, yep. mm-hmm. and we will not shut up about it until about February. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty so, much. That's um, all we never talk about. I'm working on, yeah, I'm working on that. So Great. That's, yeah, what I'm doing. And also Fred has Unibums next month. Hey! Yay! The bums are returning. The bums are back. Back. Yes. yes. Finally. So Finally. We, you know, Finally. Hey, we, we promised. We promised a season this year. So uh, the November episode will be out in the middle of the month. Watch the space. Yay! Please watch yes. it. Yeah. Watch the space of the things. Um, okay. In terms of me, uh, as previously mentioned um, at the top of the show, which was a long time ago now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yes, I've, uh, I've reviewed A Star Is Born, written mm. review for Fred Watch. It's on the Fred the Alien Productions dot com website. Please check it out. Um, also, uh, yeah, for Collectible Chaos coming up this week. Mm-hmm. It is my top 10 favorite uh, horror movie remakes. So can't wait. Mm. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Yeah. I, Love it. We, yeah, Fully and I had a really good shoot on this yes. one. Yeah. It came did. together really, really well and in record time. Mm. Oh, yes. We did really we, quick. We smashed it. Great. I was, yeah, we were both wrapped yeah. with how, how it went. So I'm really excited to see the final product. Um, and then, yeah, Winifred's recording. Yay. The, we're going to be, we're going to be back. For another month. A special Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yes. How much are you loving this week, Paula? <laughs> yeah, it's her least favorite time of the year. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we're going to be talking about, yes, your phobias. So please, hashtag tell Winifred, what are your phobias? And we'll, yes. we'll, get, we'll, we'll get our spook on. Yep. Yes. That's it. Are you good? Is that, that's it, is that's it? it? Excellent. Fantastic. So we've got two reviews, two podcasts, and a video out. All in one week. Yeah. Yep. Holy crap. Yeah. We're busy. It's great. great. Week. Yeah. Lots of so content. Good. Lots of content. Get your fucking eyes and ears on it. People. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, Get yourself okay. inspected for ringworms. <laughs> <laughs> just do nice. it. Just do it. Make like Nike and just do, do it. it. Okay. So with all that being said, I think that's the show. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah, it's it was. time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. 
for Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link. Link, rather. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a hockey on the brain. <laughs> follow the ring. Ring, yes. <laughs> to our red bubble where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fredyale designs by our town of Brittany Griffiths and Michael Lister. Beauty bombs are common in game rows, clickable cats, watch beta test, amusing musings and our live stage shows such as the writer and Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. Yay! That was the Fred plug. Fred plug. I have been a Kendall Richards. I've been Wayne Stellini. And I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And, and you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, podcast called Friends. Episode 41. Episode 41. We're getting old. <laughs> so old. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Yes. yes. Kendall, we'll see you in a fortnight. What's yeah, going on? See me in two weeks. Radelaide Rattle- beckons. Yeah, Radelaide does oh. beckons. Gotta have all the details. Oh, I'm gonna have a big, big, supersized Adelaide Supernova review in two weeks. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Exciting. Very exciting. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Remember to eat beef. And everything else. And everything else you want. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll eat these muffins and cookies that are in front of us. And scene. Do you come with the car? Oh, you. (laughs) Do you come with the car? Oh, you.